1: Are you ready for some football? Uh, yes, we are. There's a
3: football.
1: The winning tradition continues. Here I am.
4: Rock you like a hurricane.
1: This is Manatee Hurricane Football on News Talk 930 WLSS. Here's Dave Bristow.
5: Thank you very much, and a pleasant good evening, everyone. We're live from Joe Kodan Field at Hawkins Stadium. Tonight, we begin the playoffs the first round, Fort Pierce Central, and our Manatee Hurricanes. Joining me, as always, for the Shake Pit pregame show, Danny Carter. Gene Brown is down on the sidelines. Eddie Mulock will be along in a few minutes. Phil Dudebaugh is back on statistics this week, so we've got our full crew here. Danny Carter. This is uh, a game that the two teams, very familiar with one another. Boy, it doesn't seem like it's playoffs unless Manatee and Fort Pierce are getting together.
6: Yeah,
7: it's starting to become just uh, the way things roll out. This will be the fourth time these two teams have matched up. Manatee holds a 2-1 to mm-hmm. edge in the last four years of them playing, winning 13-10 to the last time they played here. The Canes won 51 nothing over there, and then last year losing a 17-15 heartbreaker, really, and a lot of it on the heels of the fact that Josh Myers went down. Man, if he had an opportunity to get in field goal range late in that game to win it, but it just didn't work out. So I, I expect, you know, you look at the records, Dave, and I think that's kind of the key to this. You look at the records, you see 9-1, and one, you see 4-5. and i tell you what, they're a lot better than the 4-5 and five shows. Very,
5: very misleading. They have played an excellent schedule, ladies and gentlemen. They went through a stretch in the middle of the season where, listen to this, this is when they went on their losing streak at Osceola, Don Bosco Prep, that's out of New Jersey. Everybody knows that name in high school football. At Vero Beach, the district champions, where they lost by a touchdown. Jacksonville Mandarin, and then they finally get the win against Centennial. Then, they didn't have enough, Danny. Their last game of the season, they go up and uh, take on, actually, they came down here. Daytona Beach Mainland went to Fort Pierce and played. Mainland is another team that's very, very highly ranked, and so... They had a brutal, brutal schedule. The key is they didn't get over the hump. They didn't win one of those games.
7: No, they were always in the game. And then it's either late in the game they make mistakes. You know, we read a lot about the fact they didn't do some things in the red zone, too, to put themselves in position. But I think turnovers really has been the key for Fort Pierce in all these losses. All
5: right, we're going to take our first time out on the Shake Pit pregame show. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented
6: by Conley Buick, GMC. With SRN News, on Keith Peters in Washington. Some 5 million illegal immigrants could be shielded from deportation under President Obama's planned executive action.
8: Sources familiar with the administration's deliberations say the president would extend deportation protections to parents and spouses of U.S. citizens and permanent residents who have been in the country for some years. He is also likely to expand his two-year-old program that protects young immigrants from deportation. A senior administration official says Mr. Obama hasn't made a decision yet about timing of the announcement or content of the decision. Greg Clogston, SRN News, the White House.
6: Also at SRNNews.com, Nigerian police say a car bomb has exploded in the northern city of Kano, killing at least six people. There's been no claim of responsibility, but the Boko Haram Islamic terrorist group has detonated bombs in Kano in the past. On Wall Street, the down by 17 points, the NASDAQ rose eight. This is SRN News.
2: As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log
6: on to mulocklaw.com. Here's Michael Medved for The Mattress Store. I've met and talked personally with Mark Wasowitz, who's owner of The Mattress Store. This is a guy, an entrepreneur, who has conservative convictions and credentials and values, and he runs his business accordingly. Does this translate into a great night's sleep? Well, you'll have to go in and see Mark about the best mattress for you. But yes, of course. I prefer to deal with conservative capitalists who support this free market economy. And I think you do sleep better when that's the case.
7: We look for partly cloudy skies and cooler conditions tonight, low 49. Partly sunny, pleasant tomorrow with a high of 74. A partly cloudy night tomorrow night, low 58. Sunday, times of clouds and sun, high
5: 79. And then Monday, some sunshine giving way to clouds, a high of 81. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Steve Williams for News Talk
10: 930 WLSS.
5: Welcome back, everyone, to Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium. We're on the countdown to kickoff, Shake Pit pregame show. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, you just heard the weather, and it is going to be a little nippy out here tonight. Great football weather. We'll throw it down to Gene Brown for a field condition report. And also, uh, we're going to keep an eye on the wind tonight,
11: Gene.
12: Yeah, the wind is blowing probably uh, from the north to the southeast as it's going. Uh, It's been stronger at times. But it's real damp out here also. It's a little cool and damp, and that's where you hope that nobody slips on a crucial situation, especially hurricanes
5: field looks in pretty good shape uh, you know we haven't been around for a while to play on it so it should be in good shape right
12: yeah it's in good shape they've had some soccer mat meet matches on it i guess and uh, but overall it's in the best shape it can be and you know we've talked about field turf over the years but you're playing on a real field it's a little bit more uh more real and, and fun to play, especially on a balmy night like tonight.
5: Gene, let me ask you you, of course, uh, were with us last year on that long trip to the East Coast that ended in such disappointment because we had such high hopes last year. Because I, I still think last year's team is one of the better hurricane teams ever, but you know, it'll go down as a, in the record books as losing in the second round of the playoffs. How much of that will affect some of the players that were over there last year that are playing tonight? I liked Nashawn Smith's comment in the paper, you know, he's ready to go tonight.
12: Yeah, and I think that when you look at some of the players and talking to them yesterday when we had uh, the the Thursday afternoon meal for Miss Deb at Shake Pit, talking to them and kind of motivating them, you know, it's it's not about um, revenge so bad. It's about coming out and playing well and putting our best product on the field and taking care of business, and that's what they said yesterday all day. You know, we want to keep going. But we're gonna take care of this team tonight and you know, we come out play our game, should be all right.
5: All right, we're going to take a look at some of the other big playoff games in the area, but first we'll take this time out. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC.
8: Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons, know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com.
3: C1Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com. And go Canes!
2: Well, my love, the Louvre was as simply divine, as was the Metropolitan Opera. Whatever shall we do next? Kick the caviar and put some ag back in your culture at the 2015 Manatee County Fair. Enjoy a slice of the real good life with the games, rides, exhibits, and snacks you've come to expect. By the way, you can keep that escargot. I'm going to have me a turkey leg and an elephant ear. Wash it down with a little country music. The Manatee County Fair, January 15th through 25th. Online at manateecountyfair.com.
5: Welcome back, everyone, to the Shake Pit pregame show tonight. Our Manatee Hurricanes host Fort Pierce Central first round of the state playoffs. We'll bring Eddie Bullock in now. Eddie, this is what we all wait on each and every year—the playoffs—and man, it's do or die. The Canes need to get it done tonight. It's
10: something very exciting always every year about the playoffs. I was very had that excitement coming here tonight. You know, it's just different atmosphere and it's it's a lot of fun. And remember we weren't very far from maybe beating this team last year and going on. If you remember our running back it was Lang, I think fell down, wasn't it or was it
5: he just stumbled. Yeah, stumbled.
10: Yeah, yeah and didn't yeah. make the first down and that was the end of the ball game. That was just too bad. But these Cobras, they come in here, they got they're a very good team. And it should be interesting their quarterback, I know this has passed for 1815 yards, 17 touchdowns. So, but he's had nine interceptions, so our secondary's going to have to play The best game of their life tonight, I think.
9: All right,
5: let's take a look at some of the other playoff games in the area tonight. A big one out east, Pinellas Park at Braden River. Who would have thought it? The undefeated Pirates of Braden River, Danny Carter.
7: You know what? They've played extremely well all year long, and I think last week kind of put the – Exclamation point on the season for them, the big win to make it an undefeated season. I like Jacob Huseman. I like Ross. I think those guys together with the tandem there puts Braden River over the top, and I believe that they'll be in next week in the second round. I agree.
5: And in that second round, uh, what about you, Gene?
12: Yeah, I agree. I think Braden River will pull it off. I think it will be a tighter game than most people think but I think they will uh, prevail and be playing probably East Lake next week.
5: Yeah, that uh, segues nicely. Palmetto at Eastlake last year. Eastlake barely edged out the Tigers. On paper, it appears to be a mismatch. Palmetto's a little like Fort Pierce in the fact that their record isn't great, but they played a very, very tough schedule.
7: They're just having problems beating... They're really good teams. Well, I think last year, if you go back and you look at it, too, I think Palmetto, again, you, they went into that game as a big underdog. I, you know, you look at both papers, both of them have them losing by four points. I agree. I think I don't think it's going to be as close as four points. Well, I think they, this like, is a very
10: good team. They're playing, too. So, once again, they're facing, Danny, you know, another very good – Team in East Lake, we know all about them. They've got several D1 players. They got the All World kicker. They, this is a, a really good team they're playing, and I, I just don't see Palmetto being able to stay with them.
5: No, I'll go with East Lake. Gene already took East Lake. That would set up a great matchup: Braden River and East Lake next week. Now down to the south, Hillsboro at Venice. Very interesting game. Boy, Venice couldn't have uh, really chosen a team any tougher i mean for a first round
7: opponent it's unbelievable Hillsboro has lost one game to armwood yeah and i think the big thing for venice in this game is how do they contain that quarterback the six foot five quarterback is very very good can they contain him if they can contain him and keep him from throwing the ball deep downfield i think venice can win the football game
5: yeah i'll go with venice uh, eddie's gonna no, go with hillsborough
7: i'm
10: going with yep. hillsborough that's my my choice and i think Hillsboro is going to go down there and and beat up, and I think Venice's cocky team and all that—that's okay. But I just see the Terriers going down there. They got uh, some very outstanding players. A lot, one linebacker has made 99 tackles this year. They got quarterback is committed to Miami, so they got some real talent, some d one players. So I'm going with Hillsboro against Venice.
5: Gene?
12: Yeah, I'm going to go with Hillsboro also two because of their, uh, you know, with their quarterback. And I think Venice's quarterback being a freshman was a little bit suspect and nervous last week. I think he'll be more nervous this week.
5: All right, we're going to take a timeout. We're about 15 minutes away from the kickoff, the Manatee Hurricanes in Fort Pierce Central. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC.
11: Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com.
14: Are you proud to be an American? Hi, I'm Lois Falconetti, co-owner of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. With 27 years of experience, we assure you that our style and quality will provide you many years of problem-free window treatments superior to the imports from China. At Dominic's, there's no problem with being proud of American quality and buying American. Come see us at Clark & McIntosh in Sarasota or call us at 922-2345. 922-2345.
5: Along with Manatee head football coach John Booth, this is Dave Bristow. Tonight the Hurricanes begin the playoffs with a visit from Fort Pierce Central, a team very familiar to the Hurricanes as we have played them the last several years in the playoffs. John, before we talk about tonight's game, let's look back at the big win over Venice. Venice went in undefeated last week. We handed them a ten to nothing loss. Yeah, what a hard-fought football game it was.
15: Yeah, it was. Venice, uh, you know, much to you know what we were expecting, uh, very physical, uh, had a couple of good uh, skilled athletes, and uh, I was just proud of our effort. We knew it was going to be a tough physical game and uh, almost a kind of a defensive battle, and, and uh, that kind of proved to be true. And so we're, we're happy with the win and, and, and really kind of gave us a good dress rehearsal as we, as we move into postseason.
5: Yeah, there was a lot of talk about, you know, how are the teams going to play it, you know, when they try to rest people, and anything uh, could be further from the truth. Both teams went at it. A hard-fought game and the fortunate thing I thought after the game I looked around I didn't see anybody uh, that had suffered an injury. Well yeah and
15: that's kind of the the most important thing is as you look back on on that game but uh, Venice and Manatee has been a uh, has been a big rivalry over the last few years and and one that uh, uh, we were looking forward to our kids were looking forward to so um, you know we never really gave it much thought of sitting guys to make sure that they they stay healthy uh, we wanted to go out and and, and prepare to to win and, and go out and get a uh, a big win against a great football team and, and finish out the season nine and one and we did
5: and it was a great atmosphere in venice much like it will be here tonight at joe canan field at hawkins stadium playoff atmosphere there's nothing like it absolutely yeah we're uh, we're
15: looking forward to tonight and um you know there's been a great buzz around school and around the community so uh
5: should be uh, should be a good night now, Fort Pierce Central, uh, a, again, a familiar team to Manatee, but they have different faces this year. We have different faces this year. What have you seen on film from Fort Pierce that really concerns you? Well, they're, they're really athletic.
15: Um, you know, we, one of the things that we were saying about uh, the Venice team from last week was, um, you know, how disciplined they were. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the difference between the two is, you know, they – Fort Pierce might be a little bit more undisciplined than what we saw last week, but they make up for it with, with great athletes. And, and uh, they're, they're quick off the ball defensively. They fly around. Uh, they like to bring pressure. Um, skilled kids um, on the offensive side, they, they, they like to throw the ball around. They'll get into to empty sets and, and, and hit a lot of wide receiver screens. And um, so, you know, we're, we're going to have to get a, a good pass rush from our defensive line, and, and
5: secondary is going to have to play well. They've played a brutal schedule. Mm-hmm. The thing is they've lost to the top teams they've played, but they've played them all close. One thing I've noticed defensively, John, like you said, they like to bring pressure not just from the front four.
15: Right, they'll line up with, with a four-man front. They'll line up with a five-man front. Uh, one way or the other they're going to bring at least five every single time, and, and uh, they, they kind of do that from a, a, a bunch of different looks. Uh, they like to, to go man coverage. And so there's been a, a challenge with our, uh, to our wide receivers this week is that we're going to have to beat man coverage. And, um, you know, we're going to have to uh, do that and catch the ball when it, gets, you know, when it comes to us. Um, you know, we're, we're expecting Johnny to, to um, kind of get out into the, the, the pass game a little bit more this week as well. And, and so that should, should hopefully open up for us tonight. Um, but, yeah, no doubt that they like to, to bring pressure and, and, um, and, and go
5: cover one, cover zero. Offensively, they have a new quarterback, just like Manatee does this year. Uh, he looks good. He can run. He's got a lot of yards on the ground. He can throw. Has thrown some picks, though, and that's one thing uh, that you notice. If you put a little pressure on him, he has thrown it up a couple times.
15: Yeah, they, uh, he, he does a nice job. Um, you know, A lot of uh, his yards, as I said earlier, uh, come from those wide receiver screens, um, and they've got some, some nice athletes to be able to, to get some yards after catch and so um, we've got to do a good job defending that but uh, no doubt he's he's an athletic kid that uh, if we if we don't compress the pocket on him um, he can kind of slip through and and kind of beat you with the run so uh, D-line is is uh, the challenge is there for them and and they're going to have to get a good pass rush and and hopefully um, in doing that cause him to throw some inerrant passes and and maybe throw a little earlier than he's anticipating and um, we can, uh, you know, we can get some turnovers in the pass game that way.
5: John, health of the team looks good at this point.
15: Yeah, fortunately, everybody's healthy uh, going into this week, and uh, we'll have Jamarian back, um, you know, from you know from last week,
5: and so we're we're uh, full go this week. John, it's do or die. Good luck tonight, and hopefully, we'll be talking again next week, same time. Absolutely, thank you. Manatee head football coach John Booth will continue with more on the Shake Pit pregame show, but first, we'll take this time out.
9: You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by
5: Conley Buick, GMC.
14: This is Uncommon Moments. Here's former Super Bowl winning NFL coach Tony Dungy and his wife Lauren sharing from their book Uncommon Marriage.
7: After winning Super Bowl 41, I thanked God on the victory podium. CBS announcer Jim Nance asked me about being the first African-American coach to win the Super Bowl, and while I told him I was proud to represent so many coaches of color who had gone before me, that night was for Indianapolis. And I was also glad we won while doing things in what we believed was the Lord's way, embracing family and the things that truly mattered.
16: That was special for Tony, for the Colts, and for us as a family. It was a reminder to me
14: that the Lord will bless whatever platform we happen to have, as long as we give it to Him for His glory. Tony and Lauren Dungey, authors of Uncommon Marriage, learning about lasting love and overcoming life's obstacles together. Discover more at CoachDungy.com.
17: And heads was called. Heads won the toss. We like to defer. You like to defer.
12: All right, down here, Fort Pierce won the toss and deferred to the second half. So we are going to take the ball and and have uh, some excitement going out here and see what our offense can do right away.
7: All right, so we've had the coin toss the Hurricanes will receive. We'll take our final timeout here, and we'll be back with tonight's opening kickoff.
3: C1Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com. And go Canes!
8: Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons, know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end. Depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com.
7: We're back here at Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium, just moments away from tonight's kickoff between the Manatee Hurricanes and Fort Pierce Central Cobras. The rights to the broadcast of this region quarterfinal in the 2014 FHSAA Class 8A football championships have been granted to WLSS 930 AM by the Florida High School Athletic Association is intended solely for the enjoyment of the listening audience. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written consent of the Florida High School Athletic Association is prohibited. So the Manatee Hurricanes will return tonight's kickoff, opening kickoff. The Cobras will be kicking off from our right to left, and I'll bring in the voice of the Hurricanes, Dave Bristow.
5: Thanks a lot, Danny Carter. We are set. Round one of the state playoffs, the Hurricanes Riding a nine-game winning streak, Fort Pierce Central four and five. But don't look at that record, a very talented team. Kicking off for Fort Pierce Central, Jeremiah Hyde. He'll be kicking right to left, Price, McKnight, and Robinson back deep for the Hurricanes. Here we go. And the referee says, not so fast, my friend. The
7: (laughs) clock hadn't even ran down yet, so he jumped in and and threw that into gear way too early.
10: Not so fast, my friend.
5: (laughs) Is that an 84 or a 34, That's a correction on my part. That's uh, Eric Aguilar. He's the kicker who made the field goal against us last year, Danny.
7: Yeah, we don't want to see him again.
5: No, nah, boy, he just. <laughs> you
7: know, you watch them on, on film, too. They don't kick a whole lot of balls deep, so I don't be surprised to see this thing come down between the 20 and 30 yard line. But uh, he has been known to get a few to the end zone, but most of the time they kick it short.
5: All right, take two. Aguilar has it teed up at the 40. Again, Price is in the middle of the field. He's flanked by Robinson and McKnight. Aguilar gets his right leg into it. Price will have a chance to return. Price drops it, picks it up. He's to the 10, he's to the 15, he's to the 20, 25, and he is smacked out of bounds at about the 30-yard line. Let's wait and see where they mark it. That's a nice return by KP after he kind of fumbled the ball, picked it up off the turf, and Manatee gets a nice return out to the 30-yard line.
10: Good field position to start this game.
5: Hurricanes will be driving left or right. We'll set the offense. Sloan Drummond. We'll start at quarterback, Cavius Price, Kelvin McKnight, and Isaiah Goldie on the outside. Johnny Lang is the running back, but he is split as a receiver as the Canes run three receivers to the right, and Price goes in motion. Sloan will keep it up the gut, and he gets to the 33-yard line. Pickup of three. The offensive line for the Hurricanes tonight from left to right Luke Clifton, Bernard Shaw, Josh Carden is the center. On the right side, Bradley Stickler and Sam Kuba. Zach Staten is the fullback slash tight end.
10: That's shades of Josh Myers last year, that play, you know. Josh would run off there and pick up yards. Big kid, just like Drummond.
5: Second and seven. Manatee lines up in a pistol. Lang right behind Drummond's. Johnny will get it, and he has a seam. He's to the 40, Johnny to the 45. Johnny's still on his feet fighting to the 49-yard line.
10: Great run, great run, guys.
5: 16-yard scamper by Johnny Lang right away. One of our best plays in the game brought to you by Manatee Memorial Hospital's Emergency Services. Manatee Memorial has you covered 24-7. Boy, Johnny Lang has had such a great year this year. Averages 155 yards a game. Receivers, two of them split to either side. Drummond's out of the shotgun. Takes the snap, wants to throw. He fires it down, has a receiver. It's McKnight at the 35. McKnight to the 30. McKnight to the 25, to the 23-yard line. What a great throw. And McKnight grabbed it and then advanced it for a 28-yard gain. I think they call that
10: C-A-R, catch after run, run after catch, or R-A-C. They run after catch. It was a great run.
7: Great effort, boy. Did you see that? He was knocking people down and pushing them. All right, good job. He picked up nine yards after that catch there. He got it at 31 and turned it up to the 22. Good job by McKnight. First and
5: ten for the Canes at the Fort Pierce 22-yard line. Drummonds will hand off to Lang. This time they bottled Johnny up for no gain. So it'll be second down and ten. They're running on the left side.
10: They'll be going after Johnny Lang all night, Danny, you know, it, so we can play off of that. Either throw or Drummond can
7: run. Well, one thing about this Cobra's defense, they will put a lot of guys in the box. They're going to challenge you to try and beat them on the run in the interior. They got five up there now.
5: Lang is in the game now at quarterback. Octavius James, the running back, and Lang will give it to James, who goes right ahead to the 19-yard line. Decent pickup of four. It'll be third down, and, well, we'll call it. Give him three on that, third and seven.
10: Canes need to get some points out of this, Danny, on the first drive.
5: Drummonds is checked back into the game. Drummonds tying a shoe. Play clock down to 18, plenty of time. Two receivers to either side. A big third down here for the Canes. Drummonds is rolling to the far side. He lofts it down, and it's incomplete. He wanted Johnny Lang, but he overthrew Lang. Now what will the Canes do? They're going to send the field goal unit in. They're not going to hesitate. The wind is blowing kind of sideways here from north to south across the field, and they're going to bring in Nick Knoll to attempt a field goal. And in pregame, he is
10: getting a good good leg into that ball, so that shouldn't be a tough one for him right here.
5: Knoll. Five for five on field goals this year. His long was last week, 43 yards. This will be a 36-yard attempt. McKnight is the holder. See if the Canes can get on. It's a high snap. McKnight gets it down, Missed but the it. kick is no good.
10: Yeah, that was a bad snap, what did that.
5: Yeah, that was not a good snap, and McKnight got it down, but the kick, the timing was all off on it, so Fort Pierce holds. So Manatee with a very nice drive, but they come up empty.
7: I know, In that situation, too, I mean, it's a third down and seven, or fourth and seven situation. I, I'm almost more inclined. I understand you got a pretty good kick, I'm more inclined to go for it. He only traded a yard out on the whole thing after missing the kick. So,
5: I think he was just looking to get some points early. I agree with you, Danny. I think I would have preferred that, too. Quarterback Jake Seldonio for Fort Pierce Central, first and ten for the Cobras at their own 20. Seldonio wants to throw, and he wants to throw deep. It's incomplete over the middle of the field at the 45-yard line. He had a player streaking down the middle, covered by Joe Robinson. It was Nahari Crawford. Crawford is uh, their best receiver, with over 500 yards receiving and four touchdowns.
10: I hate to say it, but if he'd have thrown the ball right, he was way, he was beyond Joe.
5: Second and ten. The Canes have two straight shutouts. Sedonio wants to throw, fires it into the flat. It's caught at the 20 to the 25 yard line. It'll be third down and five now. Jarcavius Laughlin on the stop. And that was Brown, Martavis Brown, on the catch and run. So it brings up a third and five situation. Fort Pierce will. Run out of the shotgun with three receivers to the right, two to the left.
10: The quarterback can run, don't forget. This would be a good time to go three and out. Uh, oh, Landity
5: uh. jumps off sides. Boy, we've seen that a lot this year. So that is a first down the easy way. Is it going to be short? No, it'll be touching the 30, so it'll be first down. Hmm. So Central gets the first down. 8.44 to go in the first quarter. We're scoreless. Round one of the state playoffs. Saldonio, the quarterback, has thrown for over 1,800 yards on the air. Takes the snap, and he will run it, and he is met head-on by Delvin Mays and driven down. Also, Kwansi Jackson in there. Pick up of maybe a half yard.
10: Great defense that time.
5: So, we'll give him a yard. It'll be... Second down and nine. Second and nine for the Cobras. Seldonio back in the shotgun. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Hodge the setback. And Seldonio wants to throw. He's setting up a little screen that's busted up, incomplete. Great defense by Trayvon Rump.
7: Whoa, he took a lick, that receiver, Danny. <laughs> Wow! You've seen the short. This is what Fort Pierce does. They try to stretch it deep. One. So what they are, most of their plays are all going to be short passes underneath screens to the receivers. They're going to slide him up underneath a, a, near the line of scrimmage. You're going to throw the bubble screens as well. Expect something to stretch a little deeper here in a third and ninth situation. And they got three wide and two left.
5: Saldonio back in the shotgun. Third and long. He takes the snap. He looks. He looks. He has time. Fires over the middle and complete. The receiver was open at the fifty, but he overthrew him. Javerian McDonald back on the coverage. Not bad coverage. He needed to really thread the needle there and he couldn't do it.
10: He had a little pressure from the outside, but the, the their offensive player blocked the defender
5: at the last minute, but he had saw people coming. So Fort Pierce will be forced to punt here. Martavis Brown was the intended receiver there. Mike McKinnis, the punter. And back deep for the Hurricanes. Our speedster, Kelvin McKnight. McKinnis has played varsity for four years. He stands at the 20. Here come the Canes. He's able to get it off. It's a pretty good punt. McKnight goes back and gets it at the 28. Kelvin trying to reverse his field to the 30, to the 35. Spins ahead to the 37-yard line. That's where he goes down. Nice run back by Kelvin McKnight. 12-yard return, and the Canes will have pretty good field position.
10: He's pretty scary back then when he gets that ball, Danny. If I was them, I would... I'd have been holding my breath because he's spinning and turning.
5: All right, again, much like last week, both teams kind of feeling one another out. I don't think we're going to have a 0-0 game, though, going into the fourth quarter. Sloan Drummond's in at quarterback. Lang in the pistol formation right behind Sloan. And Johnny will get it on the left side. There goes Johnny to the 45 to the 47-yard line. Boy, he pops that hole in a hurry, and he picks up. Nine yards, it'll be second and one, 7.37 to go in the first quarter. We are scoreless, but early indications are Manatee's able to get some creases for Johnny early, and that's good news.
10: Yeah, he's been finding right on the left side, too, that offensive line.
5: Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Drummond's out of the gun. Sloan will give it off to Johnny again. Johnny hits the hole and should have the first down at the 49-yard line. Yep, he does. First and ten for the Hurricanes on a two-yard pickup by no other than Johnny Lang. Look at Lang's statistics. They're amazing. He averages seven yards a carry, 24 touchdowns, 155 yards a game. All of our statistics brought to you by CSNL CPAs, numbers you can count on. CSNL provides accounting, taxation, auditing, and consulting services. Drummond's out of the gun on first and ten. Wants to throw. Sloan wants to go long. He has a man. It's Price, but he can't hold on to it. He kind of got turned around at the 20-yard line, and it's just an incomplete pass, but that ball was pretty well thrown, guys.
10: You're right, though, uh, Dave. He got turned around, and he was running backwards, and he just sort of lost
7: lost the ball. I think that ball, actually, he he needed to throw it to the inside portion of the field. I think the wind actually caught it and pushed it a little bit more towards the outside. That's really what turned it around. Yeah, but but
12: that ball should have been caught. He was where if he could have turned left and just caught it like a receiver instead of trying to one-hand it.
5: Yeah, and he had the defensive back beat by three steps. Drummond's in the shotgun, and he will keep it and go down at the 45. He faked it to Lang on a jet sweep, and Man, Fort Pierce read that beautifully, and it's a four-yard loss. So it'll be third and fourteen.
7: And be honest with you on that one right there. It doesn't matter whether he no. gives it or he doesn't. There's <laughs> nothing going. They had that one snuffed out from the start.
5: Yes, they did. Yeah, well, we haven't seen Johnny Lang run the jet sweep, but obviously Fort Pierce was ready for it. So now it's third and fourteen. This would be a good place
10: to hit McKnight on the outside out here for the first down. We need that bat.
5: Two receivers to either side, and I think Manatee is going to call a timeout. The Hurricanes do 6-13 to go in the first quarter. We're scoreless. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC.
1: WLSS.
5: Hurricanes and Cobras going at it. Round one of the state playoffs were scoreless with 6.13 to go in the first quarter. Manatee driving left to right. The Canes have it at their own 45, and it's third down and 14. Drummond's out of the shotgun with two receivers to either side. They like to bring pressure. Drummond's will roll to the far side. He sets. He throws. It's caught for a first down by McKnight. Man, what call. a beautiful play. That's what we
10: needed. McKnight on the, going outside out there, Danny.
7: It was a great job. McKnight drives this guy off. You know, and, and he played off him a little bit, but he drove him deep enough. He knew he needed 14. He got 18 out of the play. It was a great job by him. Turner's thrown right on time. And they got to respect slow. him Drummond there.
5: Sling that ball. there. Oh, Whoa,
7: man, down. he winged it. I mean, he's rolling.
5: He's throwing it against his body. We've got a timeout on the field for a water break, and – That gives me a chance to tell you that Gator Air Conditioning is helping to keep the Manatee Hurricanes cool. Gator Air is home of the stress-free service call. How many times can you count on that with service? I'll tell you what, you can with Gator Air. You know, they're the winner of the 2014 Small Business of the Year Award. They offer service, repair, and installation of AC services. You can go to GatorAC.com for more information. And listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, Gator Air. Is now Gator Air Conditioning and Plumbing. They've added full plumbing services starting today, today. So listen, if you need a plumber or you need AC, the only place to go is Gator Air and Plumbing.
10: Feels like they got the whole world air conditioned at night. They,
5: yeah, they probably good.
10: could get it, make it
5: work too. But you know, they they got heating too. That's the thing. In the winter time, you're heating. You need heating now, yeah. A we'll little nip in kidding, the air man. tonight. Isn't oh, there's
7: it? the nip. I was waiting
5: for. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kane's back on offense now. Six oh seven to go in the first. We're scoreless. First and ten at the Cobra, thirty-eight yard line. Lang is in the game at the Wildcat position. Johnny wants to run to the left. Breaks a tackle to the thirty-five to the thirty-yard line where he's run out of bounds. Nice pickup by Johnny. That's eight yards. He's rolling up some yards early on tonight. Very, very patient, Danny, when he selects that hole.
7: Yeah, that was an excellent job on his part that time. He came down the defensive end, actually crashed. He had him there, and he's got such quick feet. He sidestepped, he popped it to the outside, picks up eight. Hurricanes will
5: send Drummonds back in the game now, I believe. No, they'll stick with Johnny with Staten as the blocking back. Johnny will run this time right up the middle. He breaks a tackle, but here comes a couple of other Fort Pierce players to bring him down. No gain on the play. So it'll be third and two. They may have lost a half yard. Line of scrimmage, the 31. So it's going to be third and a long two, a short three. We've got an injury on the field for Fort Pierce Central. We'll take a... 30-second timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC.
2: As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Newlock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748 2104 82104 For more information, log on to MulockLaw.com. 930
1: WLSS.
5: Hi, right, we're back at Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium. We've got Gene Brown down on the sidelines. Eddie Mulock, Danny Carter, Phil Dudavois joining me in the booth. It's third down, and we're going to call it three from the 31 for the Hurricanes. In Fort Pierce territory, Drummonds will run. Out of the shotgun. They're in the pistol formation, actually, with Lang right behind Sloan on third, down, and three. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Drummonds takes the snap. It's a straight handoff to Lang. Lang has the first down to the 25-yard line. He hit that hole hard. Whoa, man. Johnny Lang for six yards. And uh, the injured player for Fort Pierce Central, Jeremiah Hyde, All injury reports brought to you by Request Physical Therapy. Former Hurricane John Walls will make sure you stay in the game. Request Physical Therapy has four locations to better serve you. First and ten for the Canes. Drummonds at quarterback. Drummonds wants to throw. He lost it downfield, and it is caught for a touchdown. Kelvin McKnight caught it.
7: And the Canes lead 6 to nothing. You cannot throw that pass any better than what he did right there. He just threw it to the pylon, the front pylon. He threw it absolutely perfect, hung it up there. McKnight beat his man off the line of scrimmage, got up underneath it. Great throwing catch right there. Sloan Drummond right on the money. That's a D1 throw.
12: Yes, that was, and that was right in front of me, inches away. And when he caught that ball, the defensive back had made up a little bit of ground. McKnight did a great job at concentrating and hitting the pylon
5: was a 25-yard touchdown pass. Sloan Drummond's to his favorite receiver, Kelvin McKnight. Kelvin's sixth touchdown of the year. He'll be holding now for the extra point. Snap is good. Nick Knoll rams it through, and it's 7-0 Manatee. That was a nine-play, 62-yard drive, a 25-yard touchdown pass. Drummond's to McKnight. All scoring recaps brought to you by Buccaneer Pond. Whether you're buying or selling, visit Buccaneer Pond with locations in Bradenton and Sarasota. All right, I'm going to say this because I can. Sloan Drummonds is turning in to a very, very good quarterback, and that makes Manatee really dangerous. Uh, he, you know, you just see him each game; his confidence growing. Gene, you see it down on the sidelines, and uh, you know it just makes Manatee. A complete football team.
12: Yeah, and he's putting the ball pretty good right where we need to. Uh, The one pass that um, KP missed was a decent pass, but uh, just got it outside a little bit. That one could not have been dropped any more perfectly, and the only person that was going to catch it was McKnight, and McKnight did a great job. D1 catch, D1 throw.
5: Nick Knoll kicking off left to right. Knoll hits it over the head of the kick returner into the end zone. He wanted to keep it low, Nick did, because of the wind, and that's another thing.
7: Drummond's is throwing this ball with a lot of wind out there. Uh, It's blowing pretty good. I tell you, the thing about it, I watch him in warm-ups too, and time after time I only saw him throw one bad pass in pregame warm-ups. Consistent.
5: Well, he's fired up to play this team. He comes from the East Coast. He played uh, over at Sebastian, and he played against Fort Pierce, and so he's familiar with this team. All right, Kane's back on defense now. Saldonio, the quarterback, takes the snap. He's gonna run it right up the middle and he'll get across the twenty to about the twenty four yard line. Nashawn Smith, the leading tackler for the Hurricanes, with eighty six tackles coming into the game.
10: And he does that quite a bit right there, quarterback keeper.
5: Yeah, they're gonna give him three as he put his knee down at the twenty three yard line. Yeah, 368 yards on the ground for the quarterback. Inside hand up, nothing doing. Wow. Met head on by Kwanzie Jackson. The the sack master turns into a tackle master. (laughs) Third down and eight. It's a tackle for loss, and he has a ton of those this year. He has 58 tackles coming into the game and 21 sacks. Third down and long. Seldonio back in the shotgun. Boy, movement early, no flex. Seldonio wants to throw. He fires it incomplete. Wanted a receiver at about the 45. He was well covered on the far side by Robinson. Boy, it sure looked like they moved.
7: Uh, they've done it a couple of times. Look like they've gotten out of their stance a little early. But on that particular play right there, I – There was pretty good coverage going downfield, but it seemed like they clearly weren't on the same page as to which route he was running.
12: No, and if our defensive back would have found the ball, he probably would have intercepted it. Their left side of their offensive line moves every time, just like Venice's has done for years.
10: Somebody ought to call the referee's attention to it.
5: McKinnis will punt for Ford Pierce. Back deep, Kelvin McKnight. McKinnis gets it off. Good punt, McKnight grabs it at the 40, McKnight breaks a tackle to the 45, let's he's see out, if he can get outside, out. he does to the 50, to the 40, there he goes to the 30, he's to the 20, what a move, to the 10, to the 5, it's a flags. touchdown, Two but we flags. got Flags back at the 42-yard
7: line. Oh, what a beautiful run, Danny, what a beautiful run. That was a tremendous run, there's laundry all over the field, we got <laughs> Flags from you know the Fort Pierce 44 all the way down to the Fort Pierce 24. So <laughs> There uh, may have been a, a hit in the back down there at the, about the 25. Generally on your punt returns, that's what you're going to get. But yeah. I'll tell you what, that was a 41-yard punt, and he actually took the ball back before the first block in the back. He's got a 15, 16-yard return on that before we have that block in the back. Well, guys,
5: what about the final move? Oh, that oh. was great.
7: <laughs> hey, he hey. sidestepped that guy. and you got to
10: watch that, man. You I gotta, don't
5: care if that – is brought back or not, which it is. It was a tremendous return. That's one of our plays of the game, even though it's brought back. It's got to be.
10: Yeah,
12: and down from down here, the blocks in the back did not affect the play at all. So it was away from it. You know, a lot of times you get a block in the back that creates the receiver or the the runner to get out. That one didn't create it. Unfortunately, you know, it's coming back.
5: Well, Phil says it was one of their players who actually hit their own player, and they thought it was us. That's what uh, our main man, Phil Dudewa, says. Well, in any event, Manatee will have good field position, but not the touchdown they wanted. First and ten from their own 46, driving left to right, 328 to go in the first quarter. Seven zip canes. Let's get it back real quick again right now. Let's get another one. Manatee in the pistol. Drummond's at QB. Lang, the running back. Sloan wants to throw, and he will just throw it away as he was... Looking for Lang to the left, but he was well covered. And he did a smart thing just throwing it away. There were, was really no receiver
7: there. They're going to discuss whether or not this is intentional grounding. Yep, and they're going to goes. throw it. And, and the reason it is, the ball hit about ten yards behind the receiver who's down the field. That was
10: That's, a, that's a not a good call because, you know, they throw to spots all the time.
5: That's a tough call, too, because the wind and everything. I mean, I, he definitely was throwing it away. But how do you get into the head of the quarterback there? Well, wow, the sad thing is it's from
7: the spot, so this is going way back.
5: Yeah, what looked very promising, the drive starting at the 46, is now back at the 31-yard line. Well, what looked promising was it looked like we were in for a yeah, touchdown. I was going
10: to say, this series started with a touchdown that got called back. So
5: so it's second and 25. Well, you might just want to chuck it about 12, 15 yards down, get some of it back here. Drummonds wants to throw. He fires it. It's incomplete. He wanted Zach Staten out of the backfield. Now it's going to be third and 25. Third and 25 now, and it's tough to play behind the
7: chains. Well, I, I think maybe here you look and read the safety. Let's see what the safety does. The last couple of times they've both crept up. There's been really no help. They did see, on that one, too,
10: Danny, I thought McKnight could have cut across into the, the middle and would have been wide open.
5: McKnight is split to the right. Two receivers to the left on third and 25. Could be a draw play here. And they'll just give it off to Johnny Lang on a run. Johnny trying to get the outside, the 35. Johnny the 40. Johnny the 45. Johnny all the way to the 47-yard line. Got all the penalty yardage back, plus three, 16-yard gain, but short of the first down. But really, Manatee should be able to punt this ball and maybe pin Ford Pierce deep. I think that's a pretty safe call there. Uh, very safe. So it'll be fourth down and eight. Nick Knoll, the punter, averages thirty-six yards a punt.
10: If Nick can get a real good one here. We can get some fabulous field position.
5: Back deep is Crawford. Knoll. Oh, yes. It's a high punt off that Crawford will grab at the fifteen. Breaks a tackle, trying to get to the outside. He is to the 20, cuts it to the 25, and gets it to the 28-yard line. That's a good return, Matt Kissel on the There stop. was a
7: flag, I think, on them, too. Yes, sir, that'll be a block in the back late. Yeah, yeah, that was late. Late but the right call because he hit him, as see.
10: Yeah, thing was, too. We had them for way back there where he caught the ball, and, and he got away from the tackle.
5: Kane's lead seven, and I think with 221 to go That's in the first cool. quarter, that penalty will be assessed against... Fort Pierce
10: it, Central. And Davidson a dead ball personal foul.
5: Well, you know, if Phil's right on that uh, block, if it was the Fort Pierce player, we'll we'll, we'll go back and look at it. But, uh, man, that's a terrible break if that was the
7: case. Big momentum swing. <laughs> that changes all Oh, man.
5: But at least uh, the Canes get the call here, and now Fort Pierce Central will drive start from their own 14-yard line, driving <laughs> right to left.
10: That's about where he caught the ball, too.
5: Seldonio out of the shotgun. Sends a player in motion. That's Crawford. Seldonio wants to throw. He fires it down. It's incomplete. I don't know where he's going. No one was there at the 38-yard line. The ball just fell harmlessly incomplete. But he's having a hard time hooking up with his receivers. They don't even look like they're in sync.
8: They don't
10: at all.
5: And, you know, he has time to throw the football. Yes.
10: Well, truthfully so far, I'm not that impressed with his team. I can see why they are lost four. Or one for whatever
5: they lost. Seldonio sends three receivers to the right, two to the left on second and ten. And he's in the pocket. Now he's being chased, and he will loft it down out of bounds. He just threw it away. It's all right. Pressure on him, good. Yeah, got good pressure that time. Boy, the big guy, Delvin Mays, and his partner in crime, Kwanzi Jackson. <laughs>
12: yeah, Coach Booth is asking what's the difference? From ours to theirs, it was it was in the first row of the bleachers.
5: Yeah, he's trying to avoid the sack, uh, the Hurricane coaches are saying. I wouldn't have called it on either one. I wouldn't I would have either. It. I'm with you on that one. Saldonio in the gun, third and ten. He's trying to set up a screen play. He's being pressured. Here comes Mays, and he will go down short, short of the first down. Nashon Smith finally got him down. He got away from Delvin Mays, but he couldn't get away from Nashon at the 21-yard line, and it'll be fourth and two, and they'll have to punt. Good defense by these Hurricanes. They've got two straight shutouts, and now they're about ready to extend it one more quarter. 1.41 to go in the first. Canes lead 7-0. Kelvin McKnight itching to get his hands back on the football. <laughs> he said, give me one more chance. McKinnis... Has a couple of pretty good punts. He stands at his 10-yard line. Let's see if the Canes come after it. They don't want to jump off sides, that's for sure. That'd be first down. Ball's a little bit high on the snap, but the Canes setting up a return, and he kicks it the other side of McKnight, and McKnight just lets it go out of bounds on the far side. That's a good punt, just keeping it away from Calvin McKnight. 36 yards, no return. Manatee, once again, will have good field position. At their own 42-yard line, driving left to right. I'd like to see us, uh, you know, get the ground game established again with uh, Johnny Lang, and you just got to sustain a drive here.
10: Yeah, we're throwing the ball about as much as I've seen us throw the ball in a while.
5: Drummond's pistol formation, Lang right behind Sloan. two receivers to the right, one to the left. Keynes leads seven zip. A little bit of a low snap. Johnny takes it on the handoff. Johnny gets to the outside of the 45. Johnny to the 50. Johnny with a stiff arm, and he goes out of bounds at the 44-yard line of central. Great run. First down. 14-yard pickup by Johnny Lang. Boy, what's Johnny's numbers so far, Phil Dudevois? number Taylor. Johnny with nine carries, 71 yards. All of our stats brought to you by CSNL CPAs, numbers you can count on. Johnny. With 71 yards in the first quarter. We could run that play all night, Danny. Drummond sends McKnight to the left. Price and Pompey to the right. Drummond's at quarterback. Wants to throw. Fires it down. Complete to Kelvin. To the 35. Kelvin to the 30. To the 27-yard line. Oh, beautiful play. I love that play. 17-yard pickup. That ball floated a little bit, but McKnight (laughs) went up and got it. Great the, the
10: catch was better
7: than the throw. Yeah, hey, Kelvin got up in the air that time and, and pulled it back down, but then turns it up the field another seven yards after the catch.
5: Guys, you're just stretching the defense out.
7: And you're setting it
5: up for Johnny Lang. Pistol formation, three receivers to the right, one to the left. Drummonds looks over the line of scrimmage, takes the snap, wants to throw, fires it down again. It's high, and it's incomplete. Yeah, he was open, too. That was just not a good throw. Yeah, that ball sailed on Sloan. Second down and 10 now for the Canes. 33 seconds to go in the first quarter. Line of scrimmage is the 28-yard line of Central. Fort Pierce Central, they've been on quite a run the last few years.
10: They're going to have to adjust on McKnight over there, Danny, because that one guy wasn't able, isn't
5: able to cover him. Staten is in the game as the blocking back. Could be a run play. Drummonds will run the option. He'll flip it ahead to Staten, but no gain on the play. Shovel pass. Boy, that play was read well by Central, so it's third and ten. Staten did a good job hanging onto that ball that time. The Canes just need to let the clock run out here in the quarter. Let's see if they do. Yeah, they're going to do that. So we've played one quarter. Manatee leads 7 to nothing. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football,
1: presented by Conley Buick, GMC. WLSS, Sarasota.
11: Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com.
1: WLSS.
5: Hey, one of our sponsors, Beach House, Sandbar, Mar Vista. For the very best in seafood, head out to one of these fine three waterfront restaurants. It doesn't get any better. Beach House in Braden and Beach, Sandbar in Anna Maria, and, of course, Longboat Keys, famous Mar Vista. Third down and ten for the Hurricanes. Lang is in the game now at quarterback. Line of scrimmage is the 28. Manatee now driving right to left. Need to get 10. He can
10: throw it too, don't forget.
5: For the first down. Cavius Price comes in motion. And it's, again, a little shovel pass to Zach Staten. And Staten is dropped pretty much right away. And it'll be fourth down and 10 now. Let's see what the Canes run on fourth and 10.
7: Staten a little bit banged up on that play. Yeah, he got banged up, and so did the defender. They both That was a pretty violent collision between the two of them.
5: Yeah, Staten uh, kind of was walking off under his own power. Then he kind of went down on a knee. We'll keep it right here. Remind everyone, when we're here at Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium, we have gr- two great sign sponsors. First America Bank, a trusted partner for your business, customer-focused, community strong. First America Bank and Bright House Sports Network, your home for high school sports. Of course, tonight they're out east as Braden River is hosting Pinellas Park in a first-round matchup. Now, I'm predicting that if the Canes can get by Fort Pierce Central tonight, St. Pete pulls the upset over Vero. They could be doing the St. Pete game next week against Manatee. The only reason they may not is because they did that game earlier in the season. And we will update you on scores throughout the night.
7: And we got you on there. St. Pete Vero Beach in the first, tied at seven. What do you do here, Dan? You go for it? Uh, yeah, you're kind of in no man's land right, right here. I, I don't think you're you're strong enough with a leg because from that distance, you're looking about a 45-yard field goal attempt. So, And our defense is really playing well so far. And it's fourth down and ten. Boy, Manatee has been in
5: Fort Pierce territory all night, but so far we only have seven points. This is a McKnight play. All right, Drummond's out of the shotgun. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Kelvin is to the left. Drummond wants to throw. He wants McKnight. He throws it and it's
7: incomplete.
5: Boy, Kelvin couldn't hold on to it.
7: And I'm not even sure he was at the first down mark. He wasn't. He was not. It would be pretty close where he was going out over there. Gene had a better angle across the field. Yeah,
12: it would have been almost right on the first down mark if he'd have caught it, stayed in bounds would have probably been a first down.
7: That ball was thrown before he cut, which
5: that's what you're supposed to do, and it was pretty well thrown.
12: Yeah, and we had three receivers on the right, and I think, you know, Sloan picks the receiver right away, or maybe he's told to, but we've got to
10: look at the other guys at times. All we need now is a T.O. All eleven
5: right, twenty-three to go in the first half. Canes lead 7-0. I Central back on offense now. It's a little jet sweep play as they are able to get it to about the 32-yard line. That is Martavis Brown, Jamarian McDonald on the stop. He's back after kind of a bad ankle. Kept him out of the Venice game. Of course, we got a big pick from Malik Mitchell. The backup's free safety.
10: And Mackey went off limping a little while ago. I don't see him back in there, is he? Yeah, he's out. Okay.
5: Second and seven. Saldonio wants to throw. He's setting up a screen. It's caught but dropped for a loss on the play. What a tremendous play by Gaskin. As the receiver is dropped back at the 28-yard line, so that is third down and 11. They love that little screenplay, Danny. But we read it perfectly that time. Gaskin all over the field. You know what, Danny? Our defense is just faster than them. We're just faster. Saldonio in the gun sends three receivers. To the left, two to the right. Yeah, but we're only up by a score.
10: Let's pick this off.
5: Seldonio is being chased, and now he'll fire it down incomplete. Man, Quanzy Jackson was right there. <laughs> and he threw the ball incomplete. Intended receiver was Brown, but man, he had no chance. So once again, the busiest man tonight, Mike McInnes, the punter for Fort Pierce Central.
10: And those guys are coming off, it feels sort of shaking their heads now with the Choctahatchee
5: limp going on. McKnight stands at the 45-yard line of the Hurricanes. McKinnis has punted well tonight. He will receive the snap at at about the the 15. They run a player on late. They didn't have enough players out there. We're down to one second, and they're not going to get it off. That's going to be a five-yard penalty, delay a game.
7: Yeah. Delay yeah, a game. The players had their. We're all waving to the sidelines. We're short a guy. <laughs> short a guy. You got forty-five guys on your sidelines. You can't find one to go in. Guys, Palmetto jumped out to a three-to-nothing lead. Then on the
5: kickoff, East Lake returned it for a touchdown. It's seven to three, late in the first quarter. Eastlake ahead of Palmetto. So now it's fourth down and 16. McKinnis all the way back at his 10-yard line. Good snap. McKinnis gets it off. Boy, that's a nice punt that Kelvin takes back at his 40. Kelvin with some room to the 45, to the 50. There goes Kelvin to the 40. Spins to the 35-yard line. Nice, nice
10: return. All right. We're almost back where we were before.
5: 25-yard return by Kelvin McKnight. They will spot it down at the 34-yard line and Manatee will have a first and ten, and the Canes just need to punch it in here.
7: So far, all night, he averages about 36 yards on those punts, but McKnight has been getting some great returns. Well, Danny, now they move it back to the 35. All right, that's where we
5: thought it was to begin with, so the Canes drive start from their 35-yard line as Johnny Lang runs out of the Shotgun Lang puts his head down to the 30 to the 29 yard line. Goes Johnny Lang a six yard pickup and Garrett Ware is checked in. He will play
7: the same position that Zach Staten plays. He led the he led the way on the block right there. It's a great job leading the way on the block and Lang just got up right behind him.
10: And that's a good first down play too, I think, because it picks up good yardage on first down.
7: Garrett Ware is a nice looking player, six foot one
5: eighty, only a sophomore. He's got a bright future here for the Canes. All right, they're going to keep Johnny in, in the Wildcat. Wear the blocking back. Johnny will run to his right. Johnny's got a hold of the 25, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. It's a touchdown. Johnny Lang puts the Hurricanes out in front, 13 to nothing.
7: 29 yards. He found a little bit of a crease He in can there. see it from and where we were. as soon as he got by that wave yeah. in the front line, He was off to the races. One guy tried to dive out, knock knock his feet out from under him, but he was going to have nothing of it. 29-yard touchdown run. That's one of three. I talked to Coach Cordgram before the game. I said, I feel Johnny's going to get three over 25 tonight.
5: Well, kudos to Garrett Ware. He comes in for Staten and throws a beautiful block. And the Canes lead 13-zip. Nick Knoll on to try the extra point. snap is good. hold is good. The kick is good. Canes lead 14 to nothing. And listen, Chuck Brown, I'm sorry, we're not getting inside the 20 for the Wells Fargo Financial Advisors red zone. But, hey, we'll take it. We're scoring from outside the 20. Former Hurricane Chuck Brown will take care of all your financial planning. To find out what Chuck can do for you, visit wellsfargoadvisors.com. For Johnny Lang, 11 touches, 100 six yards all of our game stats brought to you by csnl cpas that was a two play 35 yard drive the touchdown by johnny lang from 29 yards the extra point by nick Knoll. all scoring recaps brought to you by buccaneer pond whether you're buying or selling you need to visit buccaneer pond well you always feel better when you get that two score lead just like last week when we went up 10 to nothing we were We're breathing a little easier. That's right. There's a lot of football to be played, but, man, you like it when you go up by two scores. 14-0, Manatee leads. Noel will be kicking right to left now. Let's see if he can boom it into the end zone this way. Very, very high kick that Fort Pierce will be able to return from the 2 to the 5, to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, some room to the 25, to the near sidelines, to the 40. And he is smacked at the 48-yard line by Jarkevious Laughlin. He was really head-on collision
10: there,
7: guys. Oh, whoa. Boom. That was quite dead. I'll tell you what, uh, the return man gets up clapping. I'm, he's feeling it, though. He yeah, might have been he, clapping. He don't know where he is right this He's second. bluffing.
10: He's bluffing. That's a good indication that he really got his bell rung, you know.
7: Yeah, but that was a good
5: return. They get it out to the 47-yard line. That's a big difference starting at the 20, guys. As the quarterback wants to throw, he looks downfield. It's incomplete. Terrible throw. The ball was low, incomplete at the 33-yard line. Crawford the intended receiver, but the quarterback, Jake Seldonio, having problems connecting with his receivers tonight. He's choking. Seldonio coming into the game tonight, 63% completion percentage, 137 for 217. Tonight so far, the Canes holding down this young junior quarterback. He's out of the shotgun on second and ten. This time it's an inside handoff to the 50-yard line. And I believe that was, yeah, Jolivert, Billy Jolivert. Nashawn Smith on the stop. Jolivert is their biggest back at six foot, 200 pounds. He's only carried for 117 yards. Their leading ball carrier, Justin Hodge. Averaging five, almost five yards a touch, 453 yards on the season. It's third down and seven. Ball right at midfield for Pierce having some problems getting the play in. Clock down to ten seconds, the play clock. Seldonio back at the 45 to get the shotgun snap. Here come the cane. Seldonio wants to throw. Now he'll run it for a first down, it looks like, to the 42-yard line. Yeah, that was did. a nifty run by that young man, and Jamar Gaskin gets the stop. But that's a big first down. So it's first and ten now at the 41 of Manatee. Listen, it's 14 to nothing. Manatee is absolutely dominated. But if Fort Pierce somehow gets in now, we've got a one-score game. Yeah, they're going to we'll have to tighten up just a little bit right here. We're going to shut him down right here. Celdonio out of the gun on first and ten. 7.53 to go in the first half. Canes lead 14 zip. Seldonio will run it right up the middle, and he has dropped for virtually no gain at the 41. Malik Mills with a fantastic play. He was sort of
7: juggling the ball a little bit there. I thought it was going to go popping out of there. I think the good decision on his part is it acted like as if he was going to try and stretch it out. If he tried to stretch it out, I think Quanzy's going to knock it out. It was a good job of him just holding on to the football. Second. It almost looked like
10: he was going to try to shot put it.
5: Second and ten, Three receivers to the right, two to the left. Now a uh, player goes in motion, and he gets it on a little jet sweep to the 35 to the 33-yard line. Naishon Smith on the stop of Cecil Roll.
10: They got a little something going right. here right. now, guys. Third down. Smith at
9: the 34 yard
5: line. third down. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't get it here. They wouldn't go for it. It's third down and four. Line of scrimmage just over the 35 of the Hurricanes. Saldonio. Out of the gun. Canes need to put some pressure on him right here. Now they're changing the play. Coach Josh Schaefer done a fine job at Central. Calling the play from the sidelines down to four seconds on the play clock. Saldonio takes the snap here. Come to Canes and he slips and falls back at the 41-yard line. Gaskin was coming. I was going to say Gaskin was about I him anyway.
12: Gaskin and Smith were blitzing on that play. We don't blitz often. But sent both linebackers that time put the pressure on. All Jay right, and, Coach uh,
7: Phelan. Huge loss here, Dave. Yeah, Forces them in a punting situation yeah. right there. That is big, guys, really big.
5: It's, you know, it just stops that momentarily change of momentum that we were feeling. Now let's see if the Canes can get it back. It's the first time they've been in Manatee territory. McKinnis back on to punt. Would they fake it here? I, you took the words right out of my mouth. I just started saying, maybe they'll try to fake it here. Six minutes to go in the first half. McKinnis is a receiver. Would he take off with it? And he will punt it away. Boy, it's almost blocked. He got it off. And the Canes will let it hit. It goes out of bounds on the far sideline.
12: It's going to be about the 36-yard line.
5: Yeah. Manatee put all sorts of pressure, and McKinnis just missed it because he was worried about it getting blocked by Nashawn Smith. So, Manatee, when it looked like we would not get good field position, somehow we do. (laughs) Yeah.
7: This will be a 10-yard punt. Yeah, might have well gone for it, right?
14: Yeah.
5: We need a little insurance here. Segudo. All right, Canes driving right to left with a 14-0 lead midway through the second quarter. Drummond's at quarterback. McKnight's got single coverage on the right side. Pistol formation with Johnny Lang. And it's going to be Johnny Lang. No, they're gonna fake it to Lang and throw it outside to Price incomplete. Man, Price was wide open. A great fake, fake me out, but unfortunately kind of short armed it to KP here on the sideline. That's an understatement. So it'll be second down and ten. We've got timeout on the field. We'll take a 30-second break. Kings lead 14 zip. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC.
2: Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all, from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com.
1: 9.30 WLSS.
7: All right, Danny Carter's got some score updates. Yeah, we'll get you some scores from around the area. As Dave mentioned earlier, East Lake leading Palmetto 7-3 in the first. Charlotte up 10-0 over Vieira. Hillsborough leading Venice at the end of 1, 13-7. And Braden River at the end of 1, trailing at Pinellas Park 7-0.
5: All right, here it's 14-0. Canes lead 538 to go in the first half. Manatee has it second and ten from their own 35, driving right to left. Drummonds will keep it around the right side. Now he'll throw it to Price. Price to the 35, to the 40, and he is driven out of bounds. Let's see where they spot him.
7: He'll be very close to a first down. That guy stepped out way back here,
5: Dave. It'll be at the 43. Three, he'll be maybe a yard short of the first down. Yeah. Be about a yard short at the forty, we'll call it the forty-four yard line.
10: Well we did that time. We came back and retried. That was a deep play.
5: Play. play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Eddie, that was that was uh yeah. some good faking. They got KP and boy he's quick. Same play basically. All right. Only need a yard here. Drummond's out of the gun. He will give off to Johnny Lang, and Lang driving for the first down. I don't think he got it, though. It's going to be fourth down and inches, fourth and a half yard. They tried to go on the right side. They didn't get it. And what do you do here? I I, think you got a punt.
10: Well, I think that's a smart thing, but
7: I I would go for it. We've moved the ball well. We can get the ball outside and pick up a yard. On that last play, they just had more bodies up there. They filled right. in all the gaps. There was nowhere to go. They had a little bit of a push, and that's why Johnny couldn't quite get it to the first down marker.
5: Well, that's when you need the good old quarterback sneak. But we just don't go under center too much. Nick Nolan, the game to punt on fourth and less than a yard. Good, good snap. snap! Wow. Noel gets it off. Beautiful punt. Driving punt that will hit at the five. And Manatee trying to get there, and they can't as the ball goes into the end zone. Wow. So it'll come out to the 20-yard line.
10: That's a big-time punt, guys. How many yards is that?
5: That's a oh, 60-yard punt. Yeah, I was going
10: to say it's 50 or more.
5: So the Hurricanes will be driving or be back on defense now as the Hurricanes – defense now has gone eight, nine, nine and a half quarters without being scored on. I'm knocking on wood. (laughs) Seldonio out of the shotgun. Again, Fort Pierce Central drives starting at their own 20-yard line. Seldonio fires it. It's complete out in the flat to the 20 to about the 26-27 where the receiver is knocked out. That's Mike McKinnis who's done a great job punting tonight. Rump and McDonald knocked him out. 4.26 4.26 to go in the first half. Canes lead 14 to nothing. Stay tuned for the Shake Pit halftime report. Joe Weaver will have all the first half highlights. We'll update you on scores and statistics. As it's a little jet sweep, Canes have it read pretty well, though. And the ball carry now trying to reverse his field again. And he tries to get by rough, but nothing doing. Trayvon pulls him down at the 24-yard line. Wow, that's a loss of three.
10: That's speed Maybe right four. there, guys. That speed. He caught him from behind.
7: They tried to get to the outside on the left side, and, and Matt Mackey actually sealed him off there. He turned around, changed his direction, came back. He ran about 60 yards to end up with a three-yard loss. So it's third down
5: and five. Seldonio out of the gun. He wants to throw. He fires it down, and it's caught by Crawford for a first down. That was the best throw of the night by Seldonio, and he connected with his favorite receiver. Woody was there on the coverage, but that will keep the drive alive. 14-0, Kane's lead. 3.44 to go in the first half. Again, this is a very, very important drive. Just stop. Seldonio. <laughs> has his running back lined up right behind him in the pistol. Now he sends a receiver in motion, and it's a little shovel pass, but the Canes are right there as the ball carrier breaks one tackle, but then Delvin Mays gets his big paw out there, and Martavis Brown has stopped Brown. The
10: forward motion they gave him is way in front of where he was stopped initially.
5: Yeah, Brown ended up picking up a yard, maybe a yard and a half. We'll call it second and eight. He broke a tackle. Would have been a loss. It was a
10: horrible spot.
5: Cains read the play beautifully. We're down to 3.10 to go in the first half. Seldonio with three receivers bunched up to the right, one to the left. Now McKinnis goes in motion. Seldonio is under a lot of pressure, and Jackson will bring him down at the
7: 30-yard line. Great job both ends on that yep. When Mackey comes off the one side. Actually, the guy tried to step up. He'd get away from Matt when he did. Here comes Jackson right <laughs> yeah, there to scoop it up exactly, and finish it off. That's exactly what happened, man, the two of them. Big sack for
5: the sack master. That's his 22nd of the year, third and 14. Now clock rolling down to two and a half minutes. Canes could can get the ball back and do something if they can get a stop here. If they get it back, they will do something. Boy, down to nine seconds on the play clock for Central. Seldonio. With five receivers, three to the left, two to the right, down didn't to get it one off. second.
10: They didn't get it off,
5: and they're going to call timeout. a timeout. And that's the advantage of having the play clock right there. You're able to see it and call a timeout. So we'll take a break. Two sixteen to go in the first half. Canes lead fourteen zip. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. <laughs>
1: WLSS. With Eddie Newlock, Danny Carter,
5: Gene Brown down on the sidelines, Phil Dudavois with our statistics. This is Dave Bristow. Canes lead 14-zip, 2.16 to go in the first half. It's a third down and 14 for Pierce Central at their own 31-yard line, driving left to right. Seldonio out of the shotgun. See if the Canes can put... Some more pressure on this young man as he takes the snap. Here comes Quanzy setting up a screen, oh. and he is knocked down. The receiver is at the 33-yard line. What a play by Antonio Henderson. And the Canes will call a quick timeout. One thing I've noticed about John Booth, very good with clock management. I just You
10: took the words out of my mouth again. He, knows, he called it just right every game.
5: Well, you know what? There's no 10-second runoff. He he gets it called right away, guys.
7: Hey, they gave you three, use them. You don't get to take them and carry them over. So. Yeah, but he knows how to make them,
10: you know, time them and get them at the right and call them quickly and save time.
7: Hey, Gene, any update on
5: Zach Staten down there?
12: Yeah, he's out for the game, um, but, you know, he should be all right, I think, coming back next week, hopefully. Uh,
5: Looked like he got, uh, you know, a little lightheaded there.
12: Uh, it's a, something in his hip, hip yeah. pointer.
5: All right. All of our injury reports brought to you by Request Physical Therapy. Former Hurricane John Walls will make sure you stay in the game. Request has four area locations to better serve you. Check them out at RequestPT.com.
10: Well, we can, get, we can get Coastal Orthopedics to get him a new hit by next week.
7: Do have you a scoring update. Braden River has tied the game up 7 7. All right, Braden River and Pinellas Park,
5: round one of the playoffs. Special time of the year for high school sports in the state of Florida. Mentioning that, boy, we're going to give a huge shout-out to the Manatee volleyball team after this punt as Mike McKinnis will grab it. And it looks like he wants to fake it. He'll rugby-style punt it now. And McKnight will grab it at the thirty-five. Coming straight to the 40 and down at the 41-yard line. I think he wanted to do something with that football, but Manatee was right there, so he just decided to punt it away. Listen, the Manatee girls volleyball team is on the verge of a state championship. They'll play Jupiter High tomorrow for the 8A crowd. That will be in Kissimmee. It'll be live on Bright House Sports, one of our big sponsors. So, girls, if you're listening over there, go get them tomorrow. Because I know they spent the night over there. That'd be our a, first one ever,
12: right? State it's 11.05 tomorrow.
5: 11 o'clock. Drummonds wants to throw flag on the play. Drummonds will loft it down. He's got a receiver. He's got Price at the 30 to the 29-yard
7: line. There is a flag. Wait and see what that's all about. I'm afraid that one's coming back, guys. You think so? I thought maybe they were offsides. I think he's signaling. The way he's putting the sign up, I, I think it's an illegal He's holding up six, number six. You got five.
5: Well, the Canes are all coming back. Yeah, legal procedure. That's too bad. Six.
7: What's that mean? Six
3: minutes.
7: Well, five-yard penalty. Well, you got to have seven guys on the line of scrimmage. I'm assuming that we only had six up on the line. Yeah, because that ref went running out there with, like, like, this six holding up.
5: That's too bad. That was a well-thrown ball. KP came up with it. It would have been a huge gain.
10: That was practice. Let's do it again.
5: So that will put the football back at the 36 yard line. Again, the Manatee girls volleyball team will go for a state championship. They knocked off University today, and tomorrow it is Jupiter High School over there from where I'm from. Yard,
7: 70,
5: straight sets, too, wasn't it? Yep, straight sets. Both teams, Jupiter and Jupiter, is like 29 and 1. So it should be an outstanding match tomorrow. Drummonds wants to throw out of the gun. Now he's rolling to his right. Sloan will throw just it. go out of bounds. Why did he just throw it? Drummonds goes out of bounds. Big loss Drummond's back at the 29-yard line. Yeah, on
12: that play, he could have thrown the ball where it was going to go out of bounds, but I think he was thinking about last time he threw it away and it kind of got a penalty. But, but that's one of the ones that just you throw it far enough and it just fades its way out of bounds.
5: Now here you give it off to Johnny, see if he can break one. I think he hit McKnight. (laughs) I love that pass to McKnight. Either one I'll take. Drummond's out of the gun, second down and 21. Johnny Lang will get it. Johnny will try to break a tackle, and he gets around to the 35, to the 40. There's a flag, though, as he is knocked out at the
7: 41-yard line. Safe to say that's a hold down there. As many flags all came in the same spot. Man, we're just going backwards here. One thirteen
5: to go in the first. half. going be a hold probably. And this will come back yeah, hold. Now, Johnny got the penalty yards back plus a couple, so it would have only been third and eight. But now it's gonna be second, and they got to get
7: to Oniko. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, maybe Samuset. Maybe Mayaka City. Hey, hey, all you guys, 113 to kill in the half, just don't do anything Crazy. dumb right here.
5: <laughs> well, how, how many timeouts do
7: they have left? Because they're going to think about
5: calling them now, guys.
7: I don't know how many they got. started at the 41, we're back at the 21. I think they've got two left. Johnny
5: Lang will take the football out of the quarterback position, run it right up the middle across the 25 to the 27-yard line. It's our, our be, safest thing, you know. It'll be third and long. Let's see if Fort Pierce Central calls a timeout here. And they're not. They're just letting it go. I'll take that. I guess they figure we get the ball beginning of the second half. And they're just letting it go down. That surprises me a little bit. Surprises me, too. I got to at least, at least make a punt, punt, right? Right. But we'll take this. We're down to 35 seconds to go. Now, do they let Drummond's chuck it down since there's just 30 seconds to go? Well, they're not going to because he's not in the game. (laughs) Johnny Lang out of the Wildcat. Johnny will run it right up the middle. Johnny to the 40-yard line. He'll be 10 yards short of the first down. Now we call timeout. Timeout.
7: No, you just let this clock go right here. They're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. I think that should be it. Yeah, both teams probably will head to the locker room unless you want to let Drummond
5: chuck it down there. But John Booth will say, hey, no, we got a 14 nothing lead. That's good for me. And we'll send it down momentarily to Gene Brown, who will be with Coach Booth.
12: All right, Dave, we're down here with Coach Booth. Coach coming out in the first uh, half offensively we had some good plays and it seems like maybe we should be a little bit more ahead than what we are but we are executing very well
15: well no we've got too many penalties on this last drive we don't have a, one of our receivers lined up correctly and negates a big play and then we have another block in the back uh it'd been nice to get a uh, another score there and go up, up three scores uh before you know going into the half
12: well obviously the defense has stepped up and continuing to play well and hopefully in the second half they'll do that to Let's shut them out again.
15: Yeah, they're playing great. We're getting good pressure on their quarterback, and um, you know, we've just got to keep that up in the second half.
12: All right, good luck in the second half, Coach. Thank
0: you.
5: All right, that's Gene Brown with Manatee Head Football Coach John Booth. We're at halftime, Canes lead 14-0. We'll be back with the Shake Pit Halftime Report. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC.
17: When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. Go Canes!
8: Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons, know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com.
3: C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com. And go Canes!
14: Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, oh, your repair is free.
2: Okay, we all know the jingle, but what about the promise behind the jingle? Here's Patrick Kennedy, owner of Mr. Sparky.
11: We'll book an appointment in a two-hour window for you, and we will show up in that time frame. Our tagline is, we're on time, you'll see, or the repair is free. In other words, if we're late for the appointment, your repair is free.
2: Mr. Sparky will show up to do the job at your house on time. And you won't pay a dime until the job's done
11: right. Some tradesmen will ask you for all the money up front and stuff like that, and we don't believe in that. We'll take the money when we're, we're completed and make sure you're happy.
2: Mr. Sparky, on time, quality work, integrity, and a fair price. And, of course, the jingle.
14: Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, oh, your repair is free. You don't have to put up with any malarkey call,
17: A. 8 Sparky And
1: now, the Manatee High School Football Halftime Show with your host, Joe Weaver
13: Good evening, everyone It is brisk. It is getting darker earlier, and the competition is getting tougher. As tonight, your 2014 Manatee football Hurricanes begin what we all hope will be a very long playoff run, opening up against a very tough and determined Fort Pierce Cobras. Of course, these two programs are no strangers to each other, as this is the fourth year in a row the Canes and Cobras have locked horns in the postseason. Last year, the Hurricanes championship dreams were crushed at the hands of these very same Cobras. So maybe a little bit of payback on the minds of Manatee tonight. But there's no doubt that this Fort Pierce team is a very talented and seasoned club, having played against top-notch competition all season long. But on the first Hurricanes possession, quarterback Sloan Drummond's getting it done through the air.
5: Drummond's out of the shotgun, takes the snap, wants to throw. He fires it down, has a receiver. It's McKnight at the 35. McKnight to the 30. McKnight to the 25, to the 23-yard line.
13: Unfortunately, the drive would end on a missed field goal, though uh, hard to blame kicker Nick Knoll on that one as there was a high snap that led to the miss. But the defense quickly got the ball back, and after another good-looking drive, Drummonds puts it in the end zone.
5: Drummonds wants to throw. He lost it downfield, and it is caught for a touchdown. Kelvin McKnight caught it, and the Canes lead 6-0. PAT
13: was good, and the Canes up 7-0 early, and that would be the score at the end of the first quarter. Kelvin McKnight would have a punt return for a touchdown, called back on a clipping penalty, but on the vi- on his next try, there weren't any flags.
5: McKinnis gets it off. Boy, that's a nice punt that Kelvin takes back at his 40. Kelvin with some room to the 45, to the 50. There goes Kelvin to the 40, spins to the 35-yard nice, line. Nice,
10: nice return. <laughs> All right.
13: That's right, Eddie. That would put us in great field position, and two plays later, Johnny Lang.
5: Where the blocking back. Johnny will run to his right. Johnny's got a hold of the 25 to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. It's a touchdown. Johnny Lang puts the Hurricanes out in front. 13 to nothing. Nick Knoll would convert to
13: give Manatee a 14 nothing advantage. Now Fort Pierce had a little drive going after that, and it was beginning to uh, you know, they were trying to reverse the momentum that Manatee currently had in that at that point in the game. But then on third down. The pressure gets there. Saldonio takes the
5: snap here. Come to Canes, and he slips and falls back at the 41-yard line. Gaskin was coming. I was going to say Gaskin was about to have him anyway.
12: Gaskin and Smith were blitzing on that play. We don't blitz often, But sent both linebackers that time kind of put the pressure on.
10: The Cobras would get
13: another shot at it right before the half and again had something going. But the sensational Kwanzie
5: Jackson makes a big play on second down. McKinnis goes in motion. Seldonio is under a lot of pressure, and Jackson will bring him down at the 30-yard line. That's
13: Jackson's 22nd sack of the season, and that set up a third down play, and Antonio
5: Henderson finishes off the drive. As he takes the snap, here comes Kwanzie setting up a screen, and he is knocked down. The receiver is at the 33-yard line. What a play by Antonio Henderson.
13: And that would finish off the first half. The score here at halftime from Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium, Manatee 14, Fort Pierce 0. When we return, Danny Carter and Eddie Mulock with first half analysis and the great Phil Dudevois with statistics. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Manatee Hurricane football only on News Talk 930 WLSS.
3: MNL Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. MNL features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. MNL understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. MNL Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at MLCabinets.com.
6: Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Ferkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Ferkins on 1st Street and on Cortez
11: Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com.
1: Right now, you're thinking about the car in front of you that left its blinker on. Blink, 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 blink for the last five miles. Well, snap out of it. Because what you should be thinking about is switching to GEICO and saving hundreds of dollars on car insurance. You can access GEICO online, over the phone, or even on the mobile app. And it's so easy, you can do it in the blink of an eye. See what I did there? GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com
0: today. Watch any newscast and you're sure to hear about the Ebola crisis. Doctors and nurses in Africa contacted Project HOPE pleading for help. Your gift to Project HOPE today can accomplish so much. $100 will send more than 5,000 surgical masks and gloves to stop Ebola in its tracks. Call Project HOPE right now at 844-454-HOPE. That's toll free, 844-454-4673. Or give online at projecthopeairlift.com.
10: This is Eddie Mulock. We're back here at Hawkins Stadium at Joe Canan Field where the Hurricanes lead 14 to nothing. They got a shutout going here in the first half. Of course, this is the Shake Pit halftime show, so I just saw the milkshakes come through here. If you don't have some at home, get up, go down the Shake Pit, get some. I know it's a cool night, but they still taste good. Get you a burger, whatever, the Shake Pit. Always a big sponsor and supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes, so we've got a g- exciting game going here tonight. Uh, Canes defense playing very hard. Uh, they've had a chance to score some other runs, but right now we're uh, scores we're running. Now we're at 14 to nothing, and we're at halftime. The band, Manatee band, just performed. Put on a great show with the Sugar Canes. It's really exciting to see the Hurricane football team out here winning. The band comes out and puts on a great show. The Sugar Canes great show we got a great crowd tonight we got a volleyball team playing for the state championship over in orlando so it can't be any greater than right now here we are in the playoffs leading in the first game we got a possibility of a state championship in volleyball at manatee we got a great band and great sugarcane team out here tonight so we're proud of manatee high school doing a great job we got a lot of outstanding students and a lot of outstanding programs so we feel real good about that so, Phil, how, give us a little rundown, if you will, on the statistics for the first half.
16: Yeah, Eddie, and when you look at the stats for the first half, it's really not a surprise that it's 14 nothing. Sloan Drummond, 6-for-13 for 96 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown pass to Kelvin McKnight, he's got 87 yards and four receptions. Johnny Lang, of course, running all over the place, 14 rushes for 126 yards, but the offense hasn't been the whole story tonight. Fort Pierce only has 42 total yards of offense, and they haven't had one play in their six drive or one drive over 20 yards so far, and they punted every time. Well, that defense of the Hurricanes
10: is pretty tough tonight. Quanze's all over everything, all everybody. It's, it's been a great defensive stand for the Hurricanes. Once again, a shutout, continuing the shutout from last week with Venice. So let's hear it for the defense too tonight.
16: Yeah, and some more local scores: Braden River leads Pinellas Park 17 to 7, East Lake over Palmetto 7 to 3, and Venice over Hillsboro 21 to 19.
10: Those, a couple of those I'm, I'm off base on. those. I thought Hillsborough would win. I'm glad to see Braden River in there. Uh, congratulations, Ben. They're having a great year. I hope they have a chance to go on and play. we got a couple of announcements we need to make, too, Phil. The FHSAA is now on Facebook and Twitter. Go to Facebook, com slash FHSAA, and become a fan. On the site, you can keep up with the teams and people who strive to make high school athletics in the state of Florida the best. That's Facebook.com. DOT.com dot com, slash FHSAA. Follow on Twitter at FHSAA for instant news along with information on issues that affect Florida high schools. Be a fan of it all. Also, Bright House Sports Network, the official television partner of the FHSAA, is your home for high school sports. For expanded coverage of high school athletics and highlights from your favorite high school teams, visit BHSN.com. We have those two public announcements tonight, and uh, we need to bring to you. So, once again, the Canes leading 14 to nothing. We're not too far away
16: from the, the second half. What do you think, Phil? What do we got to do in the second half? Same thing? Keep doing what we're doing. Maybe hit some shorter passes. Um, we've been going deep, so Sloan Drummond's percentage is down a little bit, but still having a good game. And, overall, if we just keep doing what we're doing and the defense stays strong, I think we've got this one in the bag. We got well. I don't. I really like to think we got them in the bag,
10: but I think we got. I think we're gonna. I a good chance of winning, but uh, I think that uh, we got to come out and do pretty much the same thing. Play defense. If we can play defense in the second half like we did in the first half, then I agree with you. We got it in the bag. That defense is looking good. Offense. Johnny Lang's got to go for a few more, and should be an exciting first half. So it's almost time to start the second half. We're not too far away. So bring back in. Okay. I'm sorry. I forgot that. Forgive me. Got to take one more break. Thank you. One more break.
17: When you take time out to dine out, Cane's fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for.
2: As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to newlocklaw.com.
8: Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons, know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com.
17: Well, my love, the Louvre was simply divine, as was
2: the Metropolitan Opera. Whatever shall we do next? Kick the caviar and put some ag back in your culture at the 2015 Manatee County Fair. Enjoy a slice of the real good life with the games, rides, exhibits, and snacks you've come to expect. By the way, you can keep that escargot. I'm going to have me a turkey leg and an elephant ear. Wash it down with a little country music. The Manatee County Fair, January 15th through 25th. Online at manateecountyfair.com.
14: Are you proud to be an American? Hi, I'm Lois Falconetti, co-owner of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. With 27 years of experience, we assure you that our style and quality will provide you many years of problem-free window treatments superior to the imports from China. At Dominic's, there's no problem with being proud of American quality and buying American. Come see us at Clark & McIntosh in Sarasota or call us at 922-2345. 922-2345.
10: This is Eddie Mulock, back here at the conclusion of the Shake Pit Pit halftime show. We're ready to begin the second half here. The Canes leading, as we have stated, 14 to nothing. Uh, The Cobras will get the ball for the kickoff for the second half. So the Canes defense is going to have to start off strong, begin the second half. Here to bring you the second half is the voice of the Hurricanes, Mr. Dave
5: Bristow. Thanks, Eddie Mulock, and thanks to the Shake Pit for Hosting our halftime show, and they also do the pregame show and postgame show. The Shake Pit, boy, one of the longtime favorites for many, many people around Manatee County. It's just great, Danny, to drive down Manatee Avenue and see what Deb has posted up there on the marquee.
7: That's always interesting because you never <laughs> know what it's going to be. So It's it's always good. Though. you got to enjoy what she's going to put up, especially leading into the Friday night games every single time.
5: We'll go back down on the field now. Check in with Gene Brown. Gene, uh, the Hurricanes on defense to begin the second half, and we've seen it before. They're just going to have to come out, get a stop, get the football back, and then hopefully go up by the three scores that Coach Booth was talking about.
12: Right, and what we've done all year is in the uh, second half get stronger on defense, which then allows our offense to keep moving, and that's going to be important tonight to continue that trend. And obviously, you know, I don't you don't want to talk about it or put pressure on for it, but you know that's what said. 10 quarters of shutout ball right now, and you'd like to get two more to keep that shutout going.
5: Anything that surprised you, Gene, in the first half?
12: Uh, I was surprised at uh, at the quarterback play for Fort Pierce. You know, a lot of his balls were thrown to spots, and their players weren't even at that spot. Um, But, again, I don't think he's been under the pressure that he's seen against a team like us all year. And when they tried their couple of screen passes, we had our linebackers, which we thought our linebackers could be there. And they made those plays, and that's probably the two things that, that we needed to happen to continue to shut a team out.
5: All right. Yeah, we're just about a minute away from the kickoff. And once again, we want to thank all of our sponsors. They were with us throughout the regular season. They're with us in the playoffs, and they're just great to us each and every year. And when you hear these sponsors' ads, you need to go out and support them. And one of those, the Beach House Sandbar Mar Vista. Now, listen, this is probably one of the easiest calls here because uh, they've got the very best in seafood. This weekend, head out to the Sandbar Beach House Mar Vista. We've got a cold snap moving in next week. It's a little nippy tonight, but it's supposed to get uh, nicer as the weekend goes on. And then next week, it's supposed to be really, really cold.
10: They have those nice heaters right there, by, uh, so it's not a problem. The weather's not a problem. It'd be clear.
5: No rain should be nice, so go. No question about that. Uh, Danny... Any surprises in the local scores uh, that we've heard, that we've got a lot of halftime scores that have rolled in?
7: I think the one that surprises me the most is Palmetto, staying within four points right now, 7-3. to three. Uh, Venice taking the lead 21-19. I think Venice was, you know, I picked them to win. I know you did as well. So, you know, I think Venice is the team, especially playing where they're at. I mean, they've, that's a big home field advantage for them. They're going to do some good things. I like still to, to come out on top. And Braden River, slowly but surely starting to stretch it out. Yeah, what's the last score? 17-7. Oh,
5: 17-7. And that is just out east, and it's the Bright House Sports Game of the Week. Bright House Sports, one of our sponsors. Right, for Hurricane One other football.
7: one, too, Dave, just so we keep in mind mm-hmm. who our next opponent if we win this football game, St. Pete, Vero Beach, they're at the half, tied at seven. Mm.
5: Man, I interesting. You know, St. Pete, they can control the clock with that wing T offense. That'll be very very interesting Eddie to follow that. That's a very night. good
10: observation, Dave, right there because that's exactly what's happening out there. They're just they're not getting that ball on offense cuz they just run the ball and run
5: the ball and there they go, time. Crawford is back deep for Fort Pierce Central. Nick Knoll kicking off left to right for the Hurricanes and Nick really nails it into the end zone. He he kept it low once again. And for the year coming into tonight's game, he had hit Over 60%, 63%
7: of his kickoffs into the end zone. That's huge in high school football.
5: Yes, it is. They will drive start from the 20-yard line, driving right to left. Their quarterback, Jake Seldonio, 63% completion on his passes, but not tonight. Seldonio sends two receivers to the left. They're going to keep a tight end in, it looks like, on this first drive, or at least the first play quarterback out of the shotgun sends a receiver in motion left to right that's mcginnis and a little handoff goes to hodge and he breaks it to the 25 to the 30 to the 35 yard line justin hodge brought down by jarkevious
7: laughlin but just like that a 15 yard gain for central he just popped that one off the left side found a little bit of a hole got Deeper, he got around. As soon as he cut it inside, he had a little bit of running room. Good job by the DB coming up and make the play.
5: Ball spotted just over the thirty-five. Seldonio out of the gun, and he wants to throw. Stands in the pocket. He throws long. He's got a receiver, but it's overthrown at the thirty-yard line. Wow. He was open too, guys. That made me nervous when I saw that
10: them running wide open down there.
12: Yeah, and, and it appears that the receiver is open, but the defensive back is right on his hip. And it would have had to been a perfect pass. So even though he's passed the defensive back, we still have decent coverage. And if that ball's thrown low, the defensive back gets his hand on it.
5: And our DBs have such great closing speed that they have time to recover. So it's second down and ten. Saldonio wants to set up a little screen. He does, but, boy, the player has hit head on. Only a one-yard gain. Antonio Henderson puts the lick on... Haddon, Antonio Haddon, so one Antonio on another. (laughs) (laughs) Henderson got the best of that one.
7: That play so far for Fort Pierce has not been successful. The Canes have sniffed it out every time. Third and eight. Big
5: third down early in the third quarter. Saldonio takes the snap. He looks, he looks, he fires it down, and it is incomplete at the 43. Great coverage
10: by Joe Robinson. Great
7: defense. He just knocked that ball right out of his hand, didn't he? Absolutely. That ball was was thrown right there at the gray spot. But Robinson managed to get his hand in there to knock the ball away. Good job there by Joe Robinson.
5: Mike McInnes on to punt the football. So just what the doctor ordered here. Kelvin McKnight is back deep. Canes lead 14-0. They're about to get the ball back early in the third quarter. Let's take it all the way back. I like it. McInnes. Stands at about his 25. And it's a little bit of a low s- snap. McKinnis with a rugby-style punt that Kelvin picks up at the 35 to the 40 to the 41. Nice return because he didn't have much room there. So the Canes will have it first and 10 at the 41-yard line. I got an update from Eastlake as Eastlake now leads Palmetto 14-3. That's
7: uh, so I think slow but sure. Right. over time, that's just going to begin to stretch itself out. I agree.
5: Well, let's see if the Canes can get it going offensively. Just what Manatee needed to do. They get the stop defensively. Now they have pretty good field position driving left to right. We've got Johnny Lang in the game at quarterback. Lang will run it right up the middle, the 40 to the 45. Johnny to the 50. Johnny to the 45 yard line. Outstanding run, 15 yards by Johnny Lang. They'll put it down at the 44. We've got an injured player for the Hurricanes. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane football presented by Conley Buick GMC.
9: WLSS,
1: Sarasota. All
5: right, we're back. It is Bernard Shaw starting left guard for the Canes. I think he's okay, though. Well, he didn't look good at first, but now he's walking off in his own power. All injury reports brought to you by Request Physical Therapy, and Gene will get a report on it shortly. But he looks to
7: be okay. He just tweaked his ankle a little bit. He got up, so hopped on it once or twice, and then he walked off on his own power. So. Jake Walker should be coming in.
5: It is first down and 10 for the Canes. Drummond's in the game at quarterback. And here comes Ford Pierce. Drummonds wants to throw. He fires it down. It's complete to McKnight. McKnight gets the first down and more across the 30. Driven out of bounds at the 28-yard line. That's 18 yards. Beautiful
7: run after the catch by Kelvin McKnight. Has a good throwing catch right there. He hit him as he's coming out of his break again. He turns around and hits him right in the numbers, and he sidesteps the first defender and then drives up the field to pick up an extra eight yards.
5: It's Seth Walter who has come in for Bernard Shaw. Now he's, Bernard he's Shaw back. is back in. So only one play, and he's back. Uh, Lang gets the call, but he runs right into some Cobras. No gain on the play. It'll be second and ten. This is where Manatee is bogged down when they get inside the 30-yard line. So let's see if the Canes can keep this drive alive here. It's second down. They actually lost a yard. The line of scrimmage is the 29.
7: Drummond stayed on the sidelines.
5: Lang out of the shotgun. Johnny's had a big night so far. Johnny will run to the right side. He tries to get to the outside. Johnny is turning the corner but barely to the 27-yard line. Picked up a couple. It'll be third down. I'll give him three. It'll be third and eight. Down
7: by third and Easily down could have down. been a, a loss of yards there. But Garrett Ware came up there and stuck his nose right in. It picked up the big block, so it allowed him the opportunity to turn the corner a little bit. Garrett has done a pretty good job filling in for State. Yes,
5: he has. It'll be third down and eight for the Canes. Line of scrimmage, the central 27. Drummond's is in the game at quarterback, Lang the setback. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Drummond's wants to throw, and he wants McKnight, but he throws it incomplete. Boy, there was a lot of hand-checking going on on the near sidelines with McKnight and his defensive player there, and it's going to be
7: They're going to attempt a field goal today. Yeah,
5: fourth down and eight, and they will try a long field goal. But I think this is just in Nick Knoll's range.
10: You know, we don't say too much about it, but you know McKnight's been taking those snaps for him all year long, and he does such a great job.
5: This will be a 44-yard attempt. His long was 43, and that was last week against Venice. Ball is on the near side hash mark. But this is a big, big three points here. Would put the Canes up 17-0. McKnight holding. And, boy, there's movement. And is there a flag? The kick is up, and it is no good, and there's no flag. They were off sides. There's nobody off sides. Huh? Wow. That's just shocking to me. That's shocking. Well, I mean, what are they looking at? They were asleep at the wheel.
12: Yeah, one of the problems on that with only five officials in high school is the guy that's on the near side here with me is back there under the goalpost marking it. So there's only a guy on the far side, and he just actually missed it.
5: Wow, that's unbelievable. That would have been five yards. It came up just short. Manatee may have gone for it if they got the five-yard penalty there. Well, Fort Pierce has got it back on offense now. Inside handoff to the 22 to the 23-yard line. Hodge gets three. Henderson on the stop for the Hurricanes. It's second and seven. 850 to go in the third quarter. We've got a couple of plays at the line of scrimmage that have just been missed tonight. Right.
10: They're, they're going to get desperate pretty soon. They're, you're going to see halfback passes and all kind of things, I believe.
5: Seldonio out of the shotgun. Five receivers. Three to the right, two to the left. Now receiver goes in motion left to right. Here come the Canes, and seldonio Saldonio breaks a tackle. Now he fires it down, and it is caught at the 40-yard line for a first down. Wow, wow, we had him for a loss. Miani Crawford caught it as Saldonio got away from the pressure and delivered a strike for a first down.
7: Yeah, not quite sure how he got away from closet. I'm not got either. It. He was right there with him.
5: Yeah, That was the quarterback Seldonio's best play of the night. Now it's first and 10 still at the central in central territory at their 40 yard line. They're driving right to left. They trail by a couple of touchdowns. Celdonio takes the snap. He is rolling to the near side and he wants to run. He's to the 40, 45, 50, 45, 40, still on his feet dragged down inside the 35 yard line. A tremendous run by the quarterback. And it's another first down. And Central is in Manatee territory, and the Canes have an injured player. Jarkevious Laughlin banged up on the play. We'll take a timeout. Keynes lead 14-0. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC.
2: As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Newlock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748 748- 748-2104 For more information, log on to mullocklaw.com
1: 930 WLSS
5: Woody chucks in for Laughlin, it's first down and 10 for Central at the Manatee 32 and the quarterback will keep it again to the 25-yard line Boy, Sedonio getting some confidence all of a sudden, picked up 7 there Nashon Smith on the stop but All of a sudden, this central offense has come alive.
12: Yeah, and that play before that, Dave, we blitzed our linebackers, and he was running to his left, and our linebackers were coming from the other side, so it was a perfect play.
5: Pistol formation. Second down and three. Nair's movement. You got to call that, don't you, Mr. Official? Yeah, wow. (laughs) Legal procedure against the Fort Pierce Central Cobras. And that's a big penalty because when you go from second and three to second and eight, that's not good for the offense. Good for the Canes, though. Line of scrimmage now back at the 30. Saldonio sends a receiver in motion. He wants to throw. He's got a man. He fires it down, and it is incomplete. Busted up at the goal line. Good coverage by Woody. He broke it right up,
10: too, Blake. He got in front of him and knocked it down.
7: Great coverage right there. He was running stride for stride. Got his hand in there just as the ball was Exactly. He did. Wanted Crawford
5: his favorite receiver. So now big third down and eight for the Cobras.
12: And Crawford on that play said throw it up, throw it up.
5: He did, but he couldn't quite get there as the Canes defensive player made a good play. The quarterback will run again. All right, here we go. Seldonio on third down. He fires it over the middle. This time it <laughs> is caught, and it should be. Enough for a first down, and it is. Boy, that was a beautiful throw by Seldonio. And this team looks like a different ball club here in the second half. His defense has got to tighten up now. They're going to run a little hurry-up offense. Seldonio gets his team up to the line in a hurry. He's in the backfield by himself. And he will keep it, and he'll go down in a hurry. That'll be a... Loss of maybe a yard. Ah, They're going to say he got back to the line of scrimmage, I guess. Kwanse Jackson in there. It'll be second down and ten. Seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Canes lead 14-0. Fort Pierce threatening. Second down and long. Saldonio sends three receivers to the right two to the left now receiver goes in motion and it's a little end around a tremendous play by the hurricanes and it is antonio henderson knocking the ball carrier down for a huge loss back at the 27 yard line what a play
7: huge play right there (laughs) it was because it was a great call really
5: at that point that was one of our best plays of the game, brought to you by Manatee Memorial Hospital's Emergency Services. Manatee Memorial has you covered 24-7. That time, Antonio Henderson had you covered. So now it's third down and 20. What a turn of events here. Sedonio back in the gun. Let's see if the Canes can pressure on third down. Now he gets a receiver back there. Sedonio wants to throw. He's firing it down, and it is caught for a touchdown. Wow. Third down and 20, and it's caught for a touchdown.
7: Right over the top of him right there.
5: So that cuts the lead to 14-6. Man, Manatee dominated the first half, but Fort Pierce has come out tough in the second half, and we got a football game. Gives him a little confidence, too. You know, that's what you got to be careful of. That ball was perfectly thrown. Again, this quarterback looks totally different in the second half. Aguilar on for the all-important extra point. It would cut this lead in half. A lot of football to be played here. Flag on the extra point even before it snapped. Well, the big play there, third down and 20. And Fort Pierce Central gets a Touchdown.
7: Their penalty against us? Yeah, lined up in the neutral zone. They might go for two. (laughs) So that will take it
5: a yard closer, and they'll still try the extra point with Eric Aguilar, who is 31 for 33 this year on his extra points. Snap is a little high. Aguilar kicks it through. It's 14-7. So the Canes got some work to do. 5.53 to go in the third quarter, and it's 14-7, and Fort Pierce has some momentum. Canes were just breezing, you know?
12: And, And it wasn't terrible coverage on that. It was just he was right there, and the ball just dropped in and caught the back end of the ball perfectly
7: that'd be the that's first points given up in 10 quarters yeah
12: yeah and like i said offensively now we got to come out and do something because you don't want to put
7: the defense right back out there no we got to answer gene give you a little update on a score too and the third quarter 723 to go st pete 14 vero beach 7
5: Gator Air Conditioning is helping to keep Manatee Hurricanes cool. Gator Air is home of the stress-free service call. And now Gator Air Conditioning is now Gator Air and Plumbing. They're the winner of the 2014 Small Business Year of the Award. And I'll tell you what, if you need anything as far as A.C. or plumbing, call Gator Air Conditioning and Plumbing. All right, the Hurricanes back to receive the kick. Cavius Price back deep. Aguilar will be kicking off. Right to left, fourteen-seven. Yeah. And as he leads,
10: look at all the guys they got left left here.
5: Aguilar kicks it deep, and it is taken at the five to the ten, and that is priced to the twenty to the twenty-five. Still on his feet, he is brought down at about the twenty-eight yard line. Wow, thought he might be able to get that one seam. Is that would have. Broke it, but not quite. I thought he was going to, too, David. All right, Kane's back on offense now. Got to sustain a drive. Like Gene said, you got to get that defense a little bit of a breather. Let's see if what the Canes do. They go with Johnny Lang at quarterback. Boy, Fort Pierce with a lot of people up at the line. Lang running to his right. will get it across the 30 to the 33-yard line. That's a four-yard pickup on first down. You're going to see a lot of Johnny Lang here, I would think. Again, Zach Staten got hurt in the first half, and he will not return tonight. Garrett Ware has done a nice job, though. Sloan Drummonds is back in the game at quarterback. Three receivers to the left. One to the right on second and six. Fort Pierce now backs off a little bit on the line of scrimmage. Drummonds wants to throw, stands in the pocket. Now he'll roll, and he wants to flare it out. It's incomplete. Wanted Lang or Price, I'm not sure which, but they were putting all sorts of pressure on Sloan, and he threw it incomplete. So it'll be third down and six. Huge third down play here for the Canes. You don't want to give it up here. Everything going Manatee's way in the first half. Not so much so far in the second half. Drummond's at quarterback. Pistol formation. Johnny Lang right behind Sloan. Johnny will get the call, and Johnny will break a tackle, fight for the first down. Gene, does he have it?
12: It's going to be close. I think he does just by a little bit.
5: We go down to eagle Eye Gene, and Gene is right. That's why we go to Gene on those. Wow, Johnny picks it up. Good call on third and six, giving it to Lang.
12: That was all second effort on Lang because he got hit about three yards short, kept his legs going low, and just pushed through it.
5: It's about time for Johnny to break one here, guys. Lang stands right beside Sloan Drummond's. Drummonds takes the snap. Sloan wants to throw. He wants to throw deep. He wants Kelvin McKnight, and it's incomplete at the 35. That time they brought a safety over and actually had double coverage on Kelvin. It was still almost completed, though. Kind of floated out of bounds at the last minute, so it'll be second and ten.
7: I think you got to, again, we're going to throw it. I like going deep. You try and stretch him out a little bit. We've got to find a little bit more in the intermediate route that 5 to 10-yard range, something in there. We haven't thrown a bubble screen all night either.
5: Laying out of the wildcat, Octavius James at running back. Johnny will keep it on the left side, tries to get to the outside. He's to the 40, he's to the 45, he's to the 50, he is to the 40, and he is dragged down out of bounds. No flag on the play. That should
10: have been at a flag.
5: At the 40-yard line. As Man, he was being flag just strangled. Day. Oh, uh, but yep. that's going to be on Manatee. That was late thrown in there, too. When you should have had a flag at the end of the play, he was rodeo tackling Lang five yards out of bounds. And the coach knew it. He came running up, telling him to get off him. Holding. So that will go against Manatee and negate a big run. These
7: referees are not great today. I'm not sure where that hold was because if you, you watch him come out, you first you get the good key block up there. The first guy, the second block was Isaiah Goldie, and it was clean. There was no hold on it whatsoever. Second and 15. Now the ball
5: back at the 35-yard
7: line. 4.27
5: to go in the third quarter. Manatee holding on to a 14-7 lead. Drummond's back in the game at quarterback. Sloan takes the snap. Here comes Fort Pierce, and Drummond's will throw at the last minute high out of bounds. Over the outstretched arms of Kelvin McKnight. They're putting all sorts of pressure now on Drummonds. Not a real good throw. That was almost impossible. Throwing against his body. He's trying to run out of the pocket to pick up some extra time. He's running left and throwing left, and the motion of his body made him overthrow it.
12: Yeah, and Johnny Lang did a good job at blocking two Fort Pierce defensive linemen to keep them from at least uh, tackling for a big loss. And that All night, though, Sloan's been rolling to his left and throwing uh, well at that way so we need to keep going and just get that ball downfield
5: seth walters checked in as a extra lineman try to give drummond some protection and actually it's johnny lang out of the wildcat on third and 15 bad snap lang takes it and he's going to be dropped for a huge loss back at the 28 yard line wow this momentum has really really changed now a bad snap really had
10: to go down and gra- try to grab it that play was going to be.
12: I'm sorry, Daniel. No,
7: you go ahead, Gene. I'll let you get it. Yeah, that
12: play was going to be to the left, but the ball was snapped to his right. And again, now that you, we got a little pressure on us, some of those little things of the snaps and just one little play here or there makes a difference. We got to keep defense. Got a little rest, though, and now they need to step up for us.
5: Let's see if Noel can get a booming punt off here on fourth and twenty. He stands all the way back at his fifteen, the line of scrimmage is the 29, and Noel gets it off, and it's a decent punt that hits at the 45 and takes a roll to the 43 and is down by the Hurricanes. So Fort Pierce is going to have good field position as they have a chance to tie this game. Man, it's a tale of two halves.
12: Yeah, and as I said, you know, I was surprised at the quarterback not hitting it. Right now he's putting the ball in play, but we have had opportunity to to tackle him back for a sack, and he got away from it, got close to a first down. So we need to keep that pressure on and bring him down.
5: First and ten for Fort Pierce Central. Drive starting from their 43. Saldonio inside handoff again. Good room to the 49-yard line goes Justin Hodge. Boy, those holes that weren't there early in this game are now in the second half. Big holes. It's like our linemen are getting tired or something. Our defensive linemen. Second and four. Need a turnover here. Seldonio sends a receiver in motion. He takes the snap, wants to throw, sets up a little screen to the 50, to the 45. First down to the 41-yard line. It'll be first and 10. And that's a play that was not working again in the first half, and now we see it working.
7: Right now, the Cobras are finding success with everything they want to do right now. It's it's almost as if we're playing back on our heels a little bit. When we do get the big rush, then they're kind of finding a way to slip through. Or dump it off, you know. First and ten for
5: the Cobras from the Manatee 42-yard line. Two receivers to either side. Seldonio on a little jet sweep to the 40. Broken tackle to the... 36-yard line. That's a good pickup, though, on first down. Seven yards. Well, give them, yeah, give them seven. It'll be second and three.
10: We need a big loss or T.O. here, guys. They're moving the ball.
5: Fort Pierce taking their time. Line of scrimmage, the 35 of the Hurricanes. Again, man in motion. Seldonio wants to throw. He has lots of time. He fires it down and it's caught a beautiful catch at the 11 yard line. Wow. The receiver went way up to get that ball. That was Antonio Haddon 6-3-2-10 and he went up. First down and 10. Line of scrimmage, the 11 yard line. Central threatening to tie this game. Seldonio had a lot of time to throw it, and he delivered it. Hodge gets it up the middle, and he gets it to the back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a pickup of a yard. It'll be second down and nine. Just shy of the 10. 128 to go in the third quarter. Boy, the defense really needs to stand up here. He's been on the field a lot, too. Just half. Pistol formation, Hodge behind Seldonio on second and nine. This team looks confident right now. Seldonio wants to throw, fires it down, and it is caught for a touchdown. How about
7: that? What's what's happening in the secondary here? The difference is Seldonio is actually on target this half. The first half, he was nowhere close. Second half, he's found his rhythm.
12: Yeah, and that was well coverage. You just threw it right to the the right shoulder of the receiver, and the receiver went back, caught it, and was able just to keep his balance get in the end zone right there on the,
5: the corner. Extra point attempt now by Aguilar to tie this game. 104 to go into third quarter. And the kick is up and it is good, and we are tied at 14. It was 14-0 Hurricanes in the first half, and it looked like Manatee might just walk away with this game, and all of a sudden, it is tied.
7: Wow. Huge. Well, so, I think what you got, you know, Manatee, first of all, got to find an answer defensively, of course. Fort Pierce had great field position right there to start that drive off. Think about the offensive side here. The only way to slow down what they're doing on that rush is we're going to have to find a way to throw a middle screen. If we can throw a middle screen, you should have a lot of running room after the fact. That's what you got to do. Because so they're coming up playing press coverage everywhere. Fort Pierce Central has tied
5: this game at 14. 1.04 to go in the third quarter. Aguilar will be kicking off. Price is back deep for the Hurricanes. He's in the middle of the field. McKnight is to the far side. Joe Robinson to the near side. Aguilar kicks it deep. Cavius Price will take it at the two, to the five, to the ten. Cavius spins away at the 15, trying to reverse his field. He's to the 20. And he will be pushed out of bounds on the far side at about the 23-yard line. Pretty good effort by Price to get over the 20. Good coverage, though, by Fort Pierce Central. Sometimes when you see a player able to reverse his field, he's able to break it. But they have great team speed. And now the Canes will drive start deep in their own territory at their 23-yard line. Canes have Drummond's at quarterback. Pistol formation. Johnny Lang the running back. Johnny Lang will get it up the middle. He's to the 25. He's to the 26-yard line. Good pickup on first down. Give him four. It'll be second and six. We're down to 35 seconds to go in the third quarter. If you're just joining us, we're tied at 14. Canes led 14-0 in half. Two touchdowns by Central in the third quarter, and this game is tied. Got an injured player for Fort Pierce Central. Clock stopped with 28 seconds to go in the third quarter. Want to remind everyone, our sign sponsors here at Joe Cadan Field at Hawkins Stadium, BrightHouse Sports Network, and First America Bank. So we have... An injury timeout for Fort Pierce. Second down and six. Canes need to sustain a drive here. Get the momentum back. Crowd quiet on the far side. Yeah, we need the band to crank up. Second down and six from the 27-yard line. Drummond's out of the shotgun. Drummonds wants to throw, stands in the pocket, fires it deep for Price. It's caught at the 50, to the 40, go KP, to the 20,
4: to the 10, to the 5. It's a touchdown. KV is Price with a long touchdown from Sloan Drummonds. He was running so fast.
10: Perfect pass. That was, it drop. was right on the money, Danny.
7: You can't ask for anything better. Price got a little separation, got behind him. That's the chance you take when you decide you're going to go up there and play man-to-man press coverage. 73-yard touchdown pass,
5: but give a lot of credit to the offensive line. They gave Drummond's enough time, and KP broke open. He hit him in stride, and that was all she wrote. He was gone. 20-14, to 14, Canes take the lead with 12 seconds to go in the third quarter. Wow. Wow. Forkavius Price, his second touchdown catch of the year. None bigger than that one, of course. Nick Noel will come on to try the extra point. That's the way to seize the momentum. Right, get it back. Not sure what we're waiting on here.
7: Player down over on the near sideline about the 10-yard line for four pairs. I think he's cramping up, so too close to the fields. What a beautiful play, Gene Brown.
12: Yeah, it definitely was, and what I liked about it, the offense line obviously gave him time, and then it looked like from my angle where I was that it might be overthrown, but KP kept his feet, got his hands up, and just after that, I mean, if we get past that initial line of scrimmage like that, there's nobody back there.
5: No, no, and we saw that on film where they will send a safety up very close to the line of scrimmage and go with one DB a lot of times.
12: Yeah, and look at our our DBs. The two that gave up the touchdowns are just still dumbfounded because they had coverage. They were there, but the kid just made a good throw, and the kid made a good catch. So sometimes you just have to uh, say kudos for a good play. But now we got to sustain this momentum, and defensive guys look like they were pumped. Hopefully they are.
7: You know, the big thing about that play is the safety cheated over towards mcknight now with price coming up with that big catch now the safety's not going to be able to so quickly go over there and give second you know a, an additional help to cover mcknight because he's been the backbreaker to him all night long now price is saying hey listen there's something on the other side here too now you're going to freeze that safety up and you remember they,
10: they did that earlier too danny remember that the safety went over to double cover mcknight on the left side
12: you know i'm not sure who's down for fort pierce it's across the field no, we can't see him either. They're all around him. It looks like they're he's taking his helmet off now, and they're working on him. But well, that's their their uh, number ten for them. Their good receiver, defensive that's Crawford. Head. Yeah,
5: yeah, he's a good one. Their best receiver, Nahari Crawford.
12: Left left leg injury. Looks like it might be an ankle, but he's limping pretty good.
5: He plays a little defense, plays a lot of offense. Nick Nolan to try the extra point. Kelvin McKnight, the holder. And Nick Knoll drills it, and it's 21-14. The Hurricanes lead the game. And let me tell you, we've been able to punch it in without getting into the red zone tonight. So I just want to tell you that our red zone sponsor is Wells Fargo Financial Advisor Chuck Brown. Former Hurricane Chuck Brown will take care of all of your financial planning to find out what Chuck can do for you. It's simple. Visit wellsfargoadvisors.com. Scoring recap, a 73-yard touchdown pass to Cavius Price from Sloan Drummond's Nick Knoll. Nailed the extra point, 21-14 Canes. All scoring recaps brought to you by Buccaneer Pond. Brad Meek running the show. Whether you're buying or selling, visit Buccaneer Pond. All right, Canes lead 21-14. We're breathing a little easier up here. Yeah, let's kick this in the end zone. Play defense. 28-14, to St. Pete now leads Vero Beach. Wow, that's a shocker to me. Null kicking left to right. He's been able to get it into the end zone this way, and he will do it again. That's just huge, ladies and gentlemen. Now the defense has to hold the Cobras. Just 12 seconds to go in the third quarter.
7: I think you'll see a different defensive group out of here. I think that touchdown right there was enough to put the spark back into them that they needed. Well, one thing for sure, we need a different look than we've
5: had the last that quarter. Pistol formation for the Cobras driving right to left. Could be the final play of the third quarter. Now, the running back will go in motion. The quarterback will keep it. Seldonio looking for a lane. He can't find one. He gets a yard before Kwanzee knocks him down. That's the final play of the third quarter. Manatee leads 21-14. You're listening The Manatee Hurricane
3: Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top-quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family-owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com.
1: WLSS. Uh-oh.
5: Manatee Hurricanes lead 21-14 as we start the fourth quarter. Fort Pierce Central driving left to right now. Line of scrimmage, their own 20-yard line. It is second down and 10. Seldonio out of the Shotgun. He takes the snap. Here comes Kwanzee. He is able to unload it, but it's incomplete because Kwanzee was all over him. <laughs> <laughs> that ball was thrown incomplete, and Jarkivius Laughlin wanted the pick. Jamar Gaskin also in on that play. And got an update. It's now
7: 28-21 as Vero Beach is coming back. Yeah, they just scored a touchdown with 51 seconds remaining in the third quarter. So it's sank Pete 28? Yep. Okay. 21.
5: Well, they can throw the ball. We know that Vero can. Huge third down here, third and ten. Seldonio in the shotgun. Receiver goes in motion. Now he turns around and goes back. Seldonio stands in the pocket. He's being harassed, and he'll go down. He'll go down. Nashad Smith. And the Hurricanes have held, and it's going to be a punting situation. Mike McKinnis will come in. And you're right, Danny. The defense was fired up. Nation gets the big play.
7: Yeah, at that big play there at the, the end of the half there for the Canes, I think is what really sparked these guys. And, you know, now we've got McKnight back here on the punt. Don't be surprised. He's been close all night to kind of getting away and taking one back. Well, he's going to have great field position. By the way,
5: that's Nashon Smith's fifth sack this year. He's also the leading tackler for the Hurricanes. McKinnis stands all the way back at his five-yard line. Let's see what Kelvin can do with this. McKinnis with a rugby style punt, and it's almost blocked. He may have partially got it. He did partially get it. It hits at the forty, though. It takes a good roll to the forty-five to the forty-nine yard
7: line. That was probably to their advantage that it got blocked. He got a fortunate roll out of that one. And I, who got a piece of that? I think it was Rump. I believe it was Trayvon Rump is one that got his hands mm. on it as yeah, he rolled he out lucky. that direction.
12: Yeah, and I mean, if he was a uh, half a step. He would have got the whole thing, but just barely. And what he created was, when he hit it, he created the spin going towards the west, and it just kept rolling.
5: Let's put together a good drive here, guys, and put this game away. Canes do have the ball in Fort Pierce Central Territory. Drive starting from there, 49. Drummond's out of the shotgun. Drummond's running the option. Pitches to Johnny. There's a lot of room on the right side. Lang to the 45. Lang fighting to the 42-yard line. That's an 8-yard pickup by Johnny.
7: In fact, he went inside of his block. If he had gone
10: outside, you know what, he
7: might have gone all the way. I tell you what, I was holding my breath on that one because we had a lineman out there, and it was going to be really close. I thought they were going to throw the flag for a block in the back.
5: Yeah, we're going to call it. Uh, we're going to call it second and three. As his knee went down at the 42, they need to get to the 39. Lang now running out of the shotgun. Johnny will throw it to Price incomplete. Wow. Boy, Price was wide open. Johnny just flipped it out to him, but he couldn't quite get it to Cavius out in the flat. I like the play, though. He faked it to Octavius James up the middle, and then he just threw a little flare out, but couldn't quite get enough on it.
12: Yeah, on that play, if Cavius gets the ball, he scores, because Calvin was out there, was one man to beat. Everybody else was in the box on this side of the field. And we just haven't hit that play tonight where it's been there in the past for us.
5: Third and nine, Drummond's back in the game at quarterback. Third and three, rather. Inside, handoff into the 40-yard line goes Johnny. It'll be short of the first down. It'll be fourth and one. Fourth and a long one. The ball just touching the 40. They need to get to the 39. And here's uh, the play of the game so far.
7: I'd run the option. I, I think getting out on the corners is your best bet. I think so, too. Run for that corner out
5: there drummonds will remain in the game at quarterback. Pistol formation on fourth and one. Lang right behind Sloan, and there's movement. There's movement on the line as Fort Pierce had 11 players up at the line of scrimmage. And Manatee moves, and now you would think the punt team would come on.
12: Yeah, unfortunately, one of our linemen stepped up, but I think we were going for it. I don't think we were doing a hold. We were just going on two. And, uh,. I'm you know, confident we got to get the ball in Johnny's hands on the outside because they are just crowding that box.
5: So from fourth and one, fourth and six, and Nick Noel comes on to punt. 9.33 to go in our game, 21-14, Canes lead. Crawford back deep, I believe, for the Cobras. Here come the Cobras, but Noel gets a nice, booming punt. That is Fair caught at the about the, the eleven well, yard line. Well, no, they're gonna say that right at the, the ten. The wow, tremendous punt by Nick Noll. Yes, it, well, it was a great punt. And we needed it right there. All right, so Ford Pierce pinned deep in their own territory. Drive starting from their ten yard line. Again, we got nine fifteen to go in our game. Canes lead twenty one fourteen. Have it's, there been any turnovers tonight? I don't think there's been one fumble, has there? No interceptions. Good time for one here. That's right. Seldonio, the junior quarterback, in the shotgun. Justin Hodge is the running back. Seldonio wants to throw, and he will go down. And man, he is back inside the five yard line. Kwanzi Jackson with another sack.
10: I wish Quanzy could knock that ball out of his hand, you know?
5: At the two-yard line. Now the defense can really pin its ears. Wow. Second down and 18. It's it, it may be inside the two. Gene's right down there.
12: Yeah, it's just inside the two, and I think it could have been at the one, but they gave him forward progress.
5: All right, they may have to go to a running play here. Quarterback draw maybe. Tried to get out of the end zone because the quarterback is going to line up in the end zone in the shotgun, Saldonio. Seldonio sends a man in motion, and, yeah, he'll just run it right up the middle, and he gets some yards out to about the five. Mackey on the stop of the quarterback, but it'll be third and long. Huge play now,
7: third and 16. Boy, the Canes can't let him out of this hole. No, they got to hold it right here. Uh, he's going to have to get, get rid of the ball quick or go the other way because that tackle cannot handle Kwanzae at all. Seldonio... We'll get the
5: snap at the goal line. Now he looks around, says we need to change something. Still 12 seconds on the play clock, and they're going to call a timeout. They want to talk it over with 7.54 to go in our game. Manatee leads 21-14. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC.
1: 9.30 WLSS.
5: At Joe Cananfield at Hawkins Stadium, this is Dave Bristow along with Danny Carter, Eddie Mulan, Gene Brown down on the sidelines, Phil Dudevois catching us up on all the latest scores and also game statistics. Here it's 21-14 Manatee, third and 16 for Fort Pierce Central. They are at their five-yard line. Celedonio out of the shotgun on third and long. He takes the snap. He looks. He looks. Now he's rolling to the near side, and he will heave the ball downfield, and it's caught for a first down at the 38-yard line. Unbelievable. Good throw. He rolled away from the pressure.
7: Hit his man. That's Crawford for the first down. Well, that one right there, you could put – I hate to put things on certain players, but Kwanzi took the inside route. Quarterback went to the outside. He stays to the outside and forces him back in. He doesn't have that option at all. First
5: and ten. They'll spot it at the 37. Seldonio in the pocket. Now he'll run. He's to the 40. He's to the 44-yard line. They're going to say his oh, knee went down Oh, that's a terrible early. call. And it
7: was just a late. He threw that late. He slid down, and he tried to put, you know, slow down that defensive lineman just didn't stop. If That's Porter exactly sled, right. Once he goes down, he can't yeah, make contact. Yeah,
12: but our player our player was trying to stop.
7: They're talking
5: about it at least. Maybe they'll talk each other out of it. I don't think he's going to wave it off. Nope. Personal foul against the Canes. That's a huge bad call and a big call.
12: When he, he didn't hit him. The kid slides and he just tries to stop. And I mean if he keeps running, he runs into him.
10: Marlowe story, just slide in front of somebody, and maybe they'll throw a flag.
5: Over in Vero, it's 28 28. Wow. Here it's 21 14. Canes lead, but Vero now in Manatee territory at the Hurricane 42 yard line. Having moved from their own two. Converted a third and sixteen from their own five. Seldonio. Out of the shotgun, play clock down to seven seconds. Down to three seconds, down to one second, and there's movement by Ford Pierce. I don't think they were going to get it off anyway, so that'll be a five-yard penalty. That helps. 6.59 to go in our game. First round of the state playoffs. Seems like it's the second or third round.
7: This has been one whale of a game here between these two. And expected.
5: Yes, First and 15. Can we force this team into a turnover? This quarterback has thrown nine picks. Seldonio out of the gun on first and long. Takes the snap. And he'll throw a middle screen. And it is almost picked. It's incomplete. The ball was juggled at the 46. So it'll be second and 15. McGinnis was the intended receiver. Boy, that ball was up for grabs for a second. And then hit the turf. Supposed to be like a little screen almost. Yeah, they like that middle screen. Second and 15. Line of scrimmage, the 48 of Manatee. Need a sack here. Celdonio. he will stand in the pocket, and he fires it down out of bounds. Nobody over there. And it'll be third down and 15. Well, 6.35 to go. Are they to the point where if they don't get it here, they have to go for it? That's uh, it's
7: getting it close depends to on what done. you do on this down, yeah. I think.
10: Yeah. If, it's, if it's fourth and short, you know, maybe at two yards they go for it.
5: Well, they had a third and 16 minutes ago, and they were able to complete it. Now it's third and 15. Canes have to put pressure on Seldonio. It'll be the same play. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. Seldonio takes the snap. He looks, he looks, he slips and falls, and the referee says that he's down. His knee went down at the 44-yard line. How about that? Well, I didn't know if he was going to say his knee
7: went down. I didn't either.
5: I I was afraid. I was holding my breath on that one, But he came running in, the official did, and spotted it dead at the 44. Now they'll have to punt it away with 6.13 to go. They've been doing the rugby-style punt,
10: Eddie. I know, and I hope they don't have some tricky run-the-ball play from punt formation either.
5: Well, it's fourth and 25, so we do have to run a long, long way. You're right. Kelvin McKnight back deep. Yeah, Haynes, Kel- go he's ahead, all Dave.
7: set this way right here. He's he's expecting the rollout.
5: Yeah, McKinnis will punt it, and it will go right to Kelvin, and he f- calls for the fair catch and lets it go by him, and that was pretty smart because there was a player – bearing down on him, and it rolls dead at the 19-yard line. Yeah, unfortunately, it didn't hit him, <laughs> touch him. All right, the Canes need to get some first downs now, 5:34 to go in the game. Manatee driving right to left with a 21-14 lead. They will drive start from their own 19. That's exactly right. We just need to sustain a drive now with five minutes and 34 seconds and a one-touchdown lead. We've got a timeout on the field, so we'll take a 30-second break. Kane's lead 21 You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick GMC.
2: Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all, from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's
1: howardleasing.com. 9.30 WLSS.
5: 5.34 to go in our game. Canes lead 21-14. First round of the state playoffs. Manatee has the football first and 10 from their own 19-yard line. Johnny Lang is in the Wildcat. Fort Pierce brings a bunch of players up. Johnny trying to get to the outside, gets a yard to the 20. That's it. So this, is, this game's going to be on Johnny Lang. It's second down and nine. The clock rolling. Sloan Drummond's back in the game now. Well, now he was going to come. Now he comes out, and Johnny will remain in the Wildcat on second and nine. Lang with some patience, and he fumbles the football, but I think Manatee gets on it, and they do. Wow. Sam Kuva, I believe, fell on the football. Sam Kuva is the hero of this game at this point for falling on that ball. Man. Great play by Kuva. The bad news is it's third and 16, 4.30 to go.
10: Deep in our own territory.
5: Yeah, the line of scrimmage now, the 13-yard line after the fumble recovery. Drummonds is in the game at quarterback. Manatee probably will have to throw it. Play clock down to 10 came seconds. Out, out. And wow. the Canes are going to talk it over here.
7: I was surprised we didn't get a penalty thrown because Garrett Ware went trotting off the field late. We broke the huddle at 12.
5: So we'll take a timeout. Manatee leads 21-14. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Connelly Buick, GMC.
11: Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com.
1: 930 WLSS.
5: Third down and long for the Hurricanes. Third and we'll call it 15. Line of scrimmage, the 13. Drummond's out of the shotgun. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Sloan wants to throw. He fires it down. He's got a man. It's caught. Kelvin McKnight for a first down at the 36 yard line. Wow, that was huge.
7: What a throw. How about that, Danny? Mm. Another one I just that's precision passing that right was, there at its best. It was incredible.
5: Twenty-three yard gain, the official says. McKnight went down at the thirty-seven. First and ten for the Hurricanes. That was one of our best plays of the game, brought to you by Manatee Memorial Hospital's Emergency Services. We need a good first down play. We've had bad ones. Drummonds has Lang right behind him in the pistol, and Johnny will get it. Johnny breaks it to the 40. Johnny to the 45. Johnny to the 50, and he is finally out of bounds. Let's see where they mark it right at the 45 of Fort Pierce. 18 yard scamper by Lang. What's he up to, Phil Dudevois? He's here in 200, I can tell you that.
7: 183 for Johnny Lang. That's on 27 carries, Dave. (laughs) He's getting close. Last week he had 33, so let's see. He's going to go up over that with 341 to go here in the game. He's going to break one yet, Danny.
5: Lang. Operates out of the Wildcat now as there is timeout by Manatee. That's our second one, right, this half? 3.41 to go in our game, 21-14. Certainly don't mind that timeout because Mm-mm. Manatee needs to get the right play there on first down. And Manatee has the football at the Fort Pierce Central, 45-yard line, driving right to left, 341 to go, and it's 21-14 Canes. Now we're going to get some scoring updates from Danny Carter.
7: Well, I, th- I heard somebody saying something over here. Vero just recovered a fumble, and they were closing and getting ready to go in. I think they took the lead, and they did, 35-28 Vero Beach.
5: Wow. That game should be late in the fourth by now.
7: Yeah, we'll hit you some other scores real quick. Braden River leads Pinellas Park 24-21, East Lake 24-3 over Palmetto. And Venice leading Hillsboro 28-26 in the fourth. Wow, those are good games. Here it's 21-14, Canes
5: with the lead. First and ten for Manatee. Johnny Lang out of the shotgun. Johnny to the 40-yard line, to the 39-yard line goes Lang. And that's a nice pickup on first down. Give them six. It'll be second and four. Clock will roll. We're down to 325 to go in our game.
10: Let's get first downs down here, Dave, you know, and keep well, that clock gotta going, man. That's, right. that's I mean, all you got to do. That's right. I mean, we're down to
5: 320 now. They've got to start thinking about timeouts for Pierce. We just got to get first downs. Keep the ball. Keep moving on first downs. Johnny needs to run the play clock down. Lang out of the wildcat. He'll run it all the way down. And Johnny will run to the right trying to get to the outside. Johnny fighting for the first down, and he has it on the far side. And he stays in bounds, and he's still on his feet. Breaks a tackle to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. It's a touchdown. What a Whoa. terrific run by Johnny Lang. 40-yard touchdown run.
7: Go all the way back to the start of that run, Dave. He goes out to the right, <laughs> yeah. sidesteps the first guy, sidesteps another one, and he looks like he's absolutely just swallowed up with guys, reminiscent of something you don't want to hear. But it goes back to the Tommy Frazier against Florida. It reminded me of that. Everybody's around him. He pops out and goes the rest of the way, 30 yards on in. Yeah, I was they, at were, that game. they <laughs> were all
12: going for the ball, and he just, he's got that center of balance that is unbelievable, stays with it. And just keeps it going. It keeps those legs churning.
5: That puts him over 200 yards. Nick Noel for the extra point. Kane's trying to go back out by two scores, and the kick is kind of low, but it gets through. 28-14.
12: And that's his first 200-yard game, isn't it?
7: Yes, it is. Yeah, he's up. He's
5: over been 200. close, but he's well over 200. That that sends some
10: uh, East Coast people out of here right there. They're going. They're going home early.
5: 228 yards for Johnny Lang. That was a 40-yard scamper, six-play drive. And Johnny Lang gets the touchdown. Nick Knoll, the extra point, 28-14. All scoring recaps brought to you by Buccaneer Pond and all of our game statistics with Johnny Lang's 228 yards. Brought to you by CSNL CPA's numbers you can count on. And again. What's this? We can't get into the red zone, but we're scoring touchdowns. We're just bypassing the Wells Fargo financial advisor red zone. Chuck Brown will take care of all your financial planning. No offense. He'd rather have us in the end zone, I guarantee Oh, yeah. (laughs) Chuck, part of that 1989 state championship team. Man, this stadium on this side emptied quick, didn't it? (laughs) Look at this. 28-14. to The great thing about what Johnny did there, guys, he was trying to stay in bounds. Yes, he was. Because he didn't want to kill the clock, and he ends up getting the touchdown. Nick Null nails it, and it is taken at the 1, to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, to the 30, to the 40-yard line. We're trying to get that ball, too. (laughs) Well, that's a nice return.
12: Yeah, Dave, you mentioned that he was just trying to stay in bounds. I think that his first move, was he was trying to actually sit down in bounds, and one of their guys hit him, kept him balanced, and then he just said, boom, boom, bounced over a couple guys, and it was uh, it was fun to see.
5: That was a nice run back by Davis, and he got to the 43-yard line. Well, that's one thing. Uh, they've been successful on some kick returns. Very good returns tonight. We know they're going to have to try to throw the ball here, guys. Saladonio is being rushed. He's trying to get rid of it. He does at the last minute, and a beautiful catch at the – 47-yard line by Crawford. He's knocked out by Woody. That'll be a first down 10-yard pickup. Stops the clock with 2.30. Their only hope would be to get a quick score and get an onside kick this game far from over. Canes need a sack or a turnover or just a stop. Seldonio out of the gun. Looking, looking, looking. Here comes Kwanzee. The ball is thrown in. Complete one at Crawford at the 30, but the ball was Out of bounds, so it'll be 2nd and 10, 2.25 to go in our game. Canes lead 28-14. We'll be live at BFO Brady's if the Canes hang on for yet another edition of Hurricane Hotline. Tuesday night at 6, come join us. Special playoff edition. Quarterback now running the option play to Hodge to the left, and he breaks a tackle and gets to the 41, but that's only a 5-yard gain, and the clock will roll. Well, I don't know about that. As Hodge, they're trying to surprise the Canes. Joe Robinson on the stop of Justin Hodge. So it's third down and five now. And by the time they get this snap, we're going to be under two minutes. they got to worry about getting the first down here. Celdonio takes the snap, wants to throw. He fires it. It's complete to the 30-yard line and spinning out of bounds at the 30. That is... A good catch by Martavis Brown. Antonio Henderson knocked him out, 151 to go in our game. Let's say he stepped out at the 31, but still a first down for the Cobras. Gone to a quick passing game here, trailing by 14. Saldonio takes the snap. Now he looks, he looks, he fires, he has a receiver, and it's dropped. It's dropped at the goal line. Oh, my goodness. On the far side. At the goal line, it was dropped. It was a nice pass.
12: And that was the easiest catch of the game on the other two touchdowns. They made great catches. He had gotten past Robinson on that play. That ball hit him right in the hand. So, thank you.
5: Antonio Haddon was the intended receiver. Couldn't hold on to it. It's second and ten. Well, you know, Manatee's defense has got to be a little tired. They've been chasing the quarterback all night long. Saldonio takes the snap. Here comes Kwanzi again, and he breaks one tackle and he gets back to the line and gets a yard to the 30. The good news is the clock will roll and they'll call a timeout. Fort Pierce will with 1:35 to go. Coach Schaefer calls the timeout. nation Smith credited with the tackle on Saldonio, and it's third and nine. We'll keep updating you on the East Coast game. Because the winner of this game will play the winner of the Vero-St. Pete game. It's, what, 35-28. How much
7: time left? It's updating right now. It was at 3.59, so it'll be underneath that. Well, we know St. Pete
5: doesn't like to throw the football a lot.
10: What's the score now there, Daniel, Vero?
7: 35-28, Vero.
5: Looks like Vero might get the win.
7: We do have a final at East Lake, 24, Palmetto, 3. So it looks wow. like
5: Eastlake might be playing Braden River. The Braden River game will be a little bit behind us because it's being televised by Bright House Sports. Third down and nine here for Central. Saldonio sends a receiver in motion, takes the snap. Here come the Canes. He's trying to set up a screen. It's completed to the 30, to the 25, to the 20-yard line. That should be enough. It is for the first down uses up a lot of the clock on that play though well that was a nice run by hodge after he caught the little screen play now with 126 they'll snap it again the quarterback stands in the pocket fires down and it's almost picked off wow woody read it perfectly and couldn't quite hang on to it he really did a great play there so it'll be second down and 10 1.17 117 to go in our game. 28-14, Canes lead. Seldonio, the junior, sends three receivers to the left, one to the right. Hodge, the lone running back. Seldonio stands in the pocket, and now he'll dance up a little bit, throws it over the middle. It's caught at the five to the three-yard line. 109 to go. The clock will stop for the first down chains to move Antonio Henderson with a stop now the clock will restart Seldonio may try to run it in here and he does on the right side and he runs it in for a touchdown with 102 to go sheldonio gets the touchdown and it is 28 to 20.
7: yeah we know what's coming yep is good for the have they used all their timeouts yeah got one left one left
5: so if they did get the ball back, they would have one time out. If Manatee would get it back, it'd be over. So the extra point attempt by Aguilar, Eric Aguilar. This is huge, of course. This would make it 28 to 21, 102 to go in our game. Kane's lead, but now it's down to 8 points. Soon to be seven if Aguilar connects on the PAT. Snap is a little high.
13: And it is
5: no good. No good.
10: Hmm. Well, that makes it interesting. Makes it a lot easier, doesn't it, guys? Wow.
7: That looked a lot like a friend of mine's chip shot. Yeah, they just he <laughs> you know, Kevin Peterson's known for them little bad chip shots like that. Yeah, he, he, he just he hit the dirt with his foot. Before he hit the ball. (laughs) Same thing he does around the green. Stubs it and it doesn't go anywhere. So,
5: you know what? 28-20 now, so you're going to have the onside kick here, no doubt about it. And the Canes need to jump on this thing or we're going to be in for some excitement that I don't need tonight. I don't either. either. (laughs) Just want to pack it up and come back next week and host, it looks like Vero right now. So it doesn't matter who wins that game, they come here. The they head, come right? here, yep. Manatee will be hosting if we can hold on here in the closing 1 02. And it's 28 to 20. Manatee has their hands team out there. Boy, McKnight it looks like he's a little confused. And if you if you have a player doing that, you need to call a timeout. <laughs> and they will onside kick it. And Manatee rushing a player out in the last minute. That's Nashawn Smith. Now Manatee has apparently what they want. They're going to try an onside kick. Aguilar will approach the football, and he will pooch it, and it is jumped on by the Hurricanes at the 48-yard line. Good job. Who was that? And they're they're going to say offsides. There's something you should be able to just decline it. Exactly. I mean, it's ridiculous because you could just keep doing that.
12: Yeah, but in high school, it's a dead ball, so they blew it right away.
5: You could try to get a jump every time. What do you have to lose, right? Right. Well, you keep
12: going backwards,
5: hopefully. A little bit, but as long as you can get the ball back, and maybe the official won't see you.
12: They didn't see an offsides on a field goal attempt. Nope.
5: So now the ball goes back to the 35. Did run a few seconds off the clock, one minute to go now. One minute to go. They're going to probably reset the clock. Oh, he's trying to. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to. So they'll put it back to 102, and I actually said 103. They're going to. Well, I don't know. They they shouldn't have all of Fort Pierce players. They're all lined up on the sidelines now, and the officials. Just wait until they get that clock reset. I mean, how tough is this? Add a couple seconds and let's go. All right, they'll onside kick. They'll kick from the 35, so it has to reach the 45 before a Fort Pierce player can touch it. Manatee just jumped on it after it went about eight yards.
7: Tell you what, we got a barn burner going here, and so does Venice. 219 to go in that game. They lead 35-29.
14: Mm.
7: Venice and Hillsboro. Winner
5: will probably play Armwood. Good luck.
12: And there's a new rule this year on onside kicking where you can't hit the players until the ball goes 10 yards. So if they run up in front of the line, you can't hit our player.
5: All right. Onside kick attempt here with 1.02 to go. Eric Aguilar, the kicker. Manatee with nine players up near the 45. And they are gonna hit it to the right side. It's loose, but Kelvin McKnight falls on it at the forty eight. It hit a player at about the forty eight of Fort Pierce Central. Then it rolled to the forty eight R forty eight and McKnight fell on it. Couldn't have been a better
7: person either, you know, had like Danny with his hands. <laughs> that's the one that's the guy you want. You
10: that's gotta exactly. have your hands, guys, there to take care of it. That's exactly the guy you want. Now they got to be held on the ball tight because you know they're going to be going for the ball.
12: Now we tried to go under center a couple times earlier in the year, and that wasn't very successful for us.
7: Just but snap it to Johnny and let him go down. That's what I think. <laughs> you go into victory formation if you want, and Manatee will come away with a win. They will be back home next week against Vero Beach, who came back to win the football game thirty-eight or 35-28. By the way, Vero Beach beat Fort Pierce by a touchdown.
5: <laughs> Johnny Lang out of the shotgun. Lang will run it right up the middle. He's to the 45. He hangs on to the ball to the 41-yard line. They will probably call if they do have a timeout. They do. One more timeout. Johnny Lang
7: racking the yards up. <laughs> now you take a knee. That's yep. all you got to do. There's no sense in trying to run the ball. Just snap it back. Set it down.
5: 28-20, Canes lead. 54 seconds to go. Well, I was nervous all week about this game. Me too. And th- th- I'm telling you, this is a typical Fort Pierce performance. They play teams extremely tough. They just haven't been able to get over the hump this year. They're a good football team, ladies and gentlemen. Manatee is going to get a w- well-deserved win here.
7: But... Well, I, was, I was a little concerned about it till I started watching film of what was going on and knew what they did defensively, I felt pretty confident. I got to say, go back to the first half. I know we had a little bit of lull in the third quarter, but hats off to Coach Booth and, and uh, both James and John. They, they drew up a great game plan for tonight's game. Yeah, we left some points on the board in that first half. We probably should have been up by three scores.
5: As Drummonds is in the game at quarterback, and he'll just go down on a knee. Sloan does right away back at the 47, and he'll have to just do that one more time. And that'll be that. So the Canes are going to win this football game. We'll be live at Beefo Brady's Tuesday night for Hurricane Hotline.
7: And Braden Rivers, Dave, looks to be on their way, too. They're leading in the fourth, 38-21. Yeah. Over Pinellas Park,
5: they'll take on Eastlake. And I think they have to travel, don't they, Danny? Yes. This should be the final... Snap of the game. Drummonds takes it, goes down on a knee, hands the official the football, and that's it. The Manatee Hurricanes win round one of the state playoffs, 28-20. We'll take a timeout and be back for the Shake Pit postgame show. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane football presented by Conley Buick, GMC.
1: WLSS, Sarasota.
6: Hurricane fans. If you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-price leader. Ferkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget Ferkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Ferkins on First Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com.
3: C1Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com. And go Canes! M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including Medallion Cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com.
4: Logo 6, the most advanced Bible study software, is now available. Logo 6 offers new Bible study tools and interactive media that will dramatically change the way Christians study the word. Logo 6 empowers Christians to study the Bible's background, explore Greek and Hebrew, visualize the biblical world, and make new and exciting discoveries. Pastors will benefit from innovative tools like visual copy and cultural concepts to create engaging presentations. Logos is the easy-to-use study tool Tim Keller, Tony Evans, Matt Chandler, and Beth Moore depend on for their sermon and writing prep. With Logos, they spend less time searching and more time discovering. Logos Bible software has grown from a couple of programmers in a basement over 20 years ago into the largest developer of Bible study software and a worldwide leader in multilingual electronic publishing. See the amazing new Logos 6. Visit logos.com. That's Logos.com.
5: Welcome back, everyone, to Joe Field at Hawkins Stadium where the Manatee Hurricanes have won this first-round matchup with Fort Pierce 28-20. to And now we're on to the Sweet 16 and how fast it gets... Whittled down, guys, from 32 to 16. Eddie Mulock and a great win for the Hurricanes.
10: It was a great win, you know. I, we, rock, we ran away with it in the first half, and I think we maybe got a little complacent, maybe we got a little bit tired, and then we had to fight for it in the second half. So it was a fun game from that standpoint, but not from you and my standpoint. We like to be ahead, 45 to nothing.
5: Danny Carter, a manatee, came out 14 zip at half, and then boy, when it looked like all of a sudden Fort Pierce was going to take over. A huge play in this game, I think, was Sam Coover recovering that fumble.
7: Oh, that was huge, because if it goes the other way, they're sitting there in a great position to end up tying this football game up. But uh, you, you look back, and it was a tale of, really, three quarters. It was three quarters to one quarter. Manatee did their jobs in the in the first, second, and the fourth. They closed the game out, and, and I always you, know, you listen to coaches. It's all about how you finish. Can you finish the game? Can you polish it off? That's what they did tonight. They found a way to get it done. They move into next week where they'll play Vero Beach, an undefeated, a very good football team.
5: Another big play in the game, Gene Brown, the long touchdown pass to KBS Price.
12: Yeah, and, and uh, Sloan did a great job at staying in there. The offensive line did their job on that play, and he put it right where the only person that could catch it was a KP, and it, it worked out well and got the momentum back for us where we had lost it there for a minute. But when you look at it, you know, great football game. Like Eddie said, we're used to winning big at times, but this year, We're still growing, and, and, you know, I mean, doesn't matter how you win it. Just win it in the end.
5: Well, this team's a pretty good team from Fort Pierce. I didn't think, I thought we would maybe win going away by two touchdowns. We ended up winning by eight. They got a touchdown with a minute to go to cut it to a one-touchdown score. But you got to give Fort Pierce a lot of credit. They didn't quit, and they kept clawing and clawing, and that young quarterback came alive in the second half. So we end up getting the win here tonight, and now Danny Carter, it's a, vero beach team that beat this team only by a touchdown
7: it'll be interesting to see how that turn you know what they do when they come in we know they're going to throw the football quite a bit they threw for over two thousand yards on the year a little bit different look you're going to get defensively than you saw out of Fort pierce tonight uh and i and i think the problem with vero of what they had was that wing t when you don't see the wing t it's a very difficult thing to stop all right let's uh, get some final scores danny from around the area all right, from around the area right now, with Braden River leading in the fourth over Pinellas Park, 38-21. Charlotte defeated Vieira tonight, 48-0. East Lake over Palmetto, 24-3. Venice knocking off Hillsboro, 35-29. And Island Coast defeating Booker, 35-7. Went one more Cardinal, Cardinal Mooney, 17-14 over Calvary Christian.
12: Danny, we know how that uh, trip back across the state is. So, you know, I, I don't uh, don't uh, want to wish any bad luck on anybody, but we felt it last year, and they feel it this year.
16: When you lose.
5: All right, uh, we've got some final statistics by the stat master, Phil Dudewa.
16: Sloan Drummond ends the night 9 for 20. Under the percentage you'd like to see, he's been about at 62% completion percentage for the year, but 209 yards, 127 yeah, of those are to McKnight on six receptions. He had one touchdown. KBS Price, obviously, with that huge touchdown. Uh, he had a total of eighty-two yards, and Johnny Lang, two hundred and thirty-nine yards on wow. the thirty carries and two touchdowns.
5: How many carries for Johnny? Thirty. Thirty carries for Johnny Lang. Well, that'll about do it, guys. Uh Eddie Mulock, your closing thoughts as the Hurricanes now prepare for Vero Beach.
10: I think it's probably a good thing they had a tough game here in the second half. You know, then they don't come in the next game, hockey. They're gonna have to be ready to play again next week, and here we are in the playoffs, and we love it. It's a lot of fun. We've been here a lot of times. I can't wait for the next one, and let's just keep winning, guys.
5: Yeah, we're in the Sweet 16 now, and the great thing we will be right back here at Joe Cadan Field at Hawkins Stadium. I want to thank everyone involved in tonight's broadcast back at the WLSS studios doing yet another fantastic job. Joe Weaver down on the sidelines, Gene Brown, our statistician and spotter tonight was Phil Dutervois. Danny Carter and Eddie Mulock, this is Dave Bristow. Once again, our final, your Manatee Hurricanes 28, Fort Pierce 20. We'll see you at BFO Brady's Tuesday night for Hurricane Hotline. So long, everyone.
4: Rocky like a-
1: News Talk 930 WLSS.